Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan. Hey, kids. Are you wondering what... Kids. (laughs) Sounds creepy when he says it, right? (laughs) Are you wondering what this holiday season's hot new toy is? Well, wait is over. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Talking Flick's garbage board, Ryan Coloma, has a new action figure out that's going to blow your mind. He's back with Kung Fu Grip to hold all his garbage opinions and leg springing action so you can't keep him down. Nice. There you go. (laughs) Not terrible. I mean, we are doing an episode with Brian Singer involved, so it was a little creepy, felt a little bit off, but, you know, all right, Live your truth. There was a good amount of shirtless boys in there. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit weird. Does the action figure have a shirt on? <laughs> we can't see it on News Channel Eight. <laughs> oh man! So we got Nick and Ryan here. So happy, happy, happy birthday! It's producer Ryan's birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, by the time the listeners listen, <laughs> happy birthday! He's <laughs> not going to get away with that. We forgot Tyler's. We're not going to forget producer Ryan's. <laughs> And I will never tell secret. you mine. Yeah, you'll never <laughs> tell yeah. We'll find out eventually. So, oh man, as always, we're going to start off with a bit of movie news. So, uh, I just got a bunch of random things here, but this is this is a funny one. Um, Julia Roberts as Harriet Tubman in a 1994 wait, what? movie. Wait, 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 yeah. wait what? So, uh, right. you know how uh, Harriet Tubman, this, this the movie came out, right? That yeah, was yeah. about Harriet Actually, Tubman. Actually, it's, yeah, it's doing so, pretty well like, oh, okay. financially. Yeah, and so um, I, haven't, I, I saw I one trailer for reviews, it. But... Like, I saw one trailer for it, and it's like, oh, out next week. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, well, you know, I'm not really going to probably watch that. And so, but... That definitely looked like a woman of African sense. So. 73% <laughs> so, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's actually tracking so it's financially tracking well. and critic-wise. Okay, yeah, so... so Basically, it was it was funny when I was looking it up because the guy behind like this movie, the Harriet Tubman movie, is he's been trying to get this thing made since like 1994, and so he's telling the story about how back in '94 he was trying to get this thing made, and then one of the studio executives said, "Okay, yeah, sure, but how about we get Julia Roberts as Harriet Tubman?" Oh and so, that doesn't and, really surprise me that like, much. So, so I, I read this and I'm like, okay, I know it was 1994, but come on, like, You're that, you know what I mean? the like, like, that's pretty crazy. Only in America. Weird, yeah. <laughs> Tyler, when you said that to me, for the audience members out there, I did that meme of that one guy that he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that mean and the cat mean, it's like they're never going away. They've been like there forever. That's insane. Yeah, but how were they planning on pulling that off? I don't know. Because they weren't. They, yeah, <laughs> they weren't. It's just, like I mean, for starters, like they probably Julia just Roberts, wanted to get like, uh, Julia Roberts in a room so they could do something creepy in the corner, you know, while yeah. she was in there. So that's that's Hollywood. But okay, so 1994, Julia Roberts is America's sweetheart. Yeah, come on, there's a line there. At yeah, least. there is. Right. There she is starred line. in the movie Pretty Woman. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, I've never heard of it. I know my best friend. Who's hot right now? Who's hot right now? Julia Roberts. What else is hot? Um, yeah, uh, right. the Underground Railroad. <laughs> the shit writes itself. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, and of course, Julia Roberts, you know, she, I don't, it was never offered to her. It was just the guys in the pitch meeting. Now she and gets thrown like, into the mess. Yeah, you know? so so she's, she's like, what like, did I what do? Did, you know, did, like, the executive, did the executive say, what was your name? Johnson? You're fired. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine Julie Roberts like, obviously, that's a no. I think even for her back in 94, like, I don't think she would have done it to begin with. But it's like, obviously, you're just like, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So uh, in the article I was reading, they're talking about like just the latest like whitewashing and everything like Ghost in the Shell uh, was a huge one. You know what I mean? Ghost in the Shell was a huge one. That one was one that definitely bothered me. I, I never saw I it. I thought the movie but... was like not that bad in terms of tone yeah. and the way it looked and the cinematography, but she was 
unfortunately miscast in that yeah, part. So. Yeah, if you knew yeah. anything about the anime, right? Was it anime? Yeah, yeah. yeah you you would have just so. like, why would you do that? It's yeah. so unnecessary. <laughs> I never saw the anime, never read it or anything. But it's good. I, yeah, all it's I good. hear is good reviews yeah, on it. Yeah, my wife, that's one of the ones that my wife is really into. Yeah, it is one. definitely and a She classic. thought that movie was yeah. awful. I always, <laughs> I always feel a little bad for like the actors, actresses, you know, who, who yeah, take this role. And they're just like, okay, this is a cool You know, they don't realize the impact it might have. But somebody who gets paid a lot of money to sit at the boardroom table should have been like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but the thing about like anime live action movies is they're never good just because okay. when you're watching there's only so much you can do right like just with live action well it's and... just yeah there's so much you yeah. can do but also when you're watching an anime you're going into a you know Alita world. wasn't that yeah. bad yeah. did you see Alita I've... it wasn't that bad actually you know I, I haven't rate I haven't, it I haven't, I haven't I watched it, it, seen it. But, I watched um, the whole thing I like th- kept thinking I was gonna fall asleep but I stayed awake through the whole thing it wasn't good but it wasn't it was almost like a an anime movie that was made like in 1992 or something it had like a weird tone to it uh-huh. like an old school tone but I thought it on balance it worked. but when you're watching anime in general you you have a different mindset your, uh-huh. your suspension of disbelief is out there yeah and then when you start bringing in live action people and stuff like that then it gets kind of creepy okay. and weird so yeah yeah because they're never really great yeah because I mean because anime like I guess it's over the top with its action right like just in and general, it's like it's got a maybe, maybe not over the top to the right too. word there's like but, yeah. stuff in there that doesn't really work it's, live action yeah <laughs> yeah there's definitely a lot of schoolgirl uh, outfits for some reason it can get a little weird you know all those cultural things you know I mean, i'm okay with it but it's just you know yeah all, all i remember is from the office when uh who is it? Uh, the oh, guy with yes. the mustache. When he drops the thing, it's like it's called hentai, hentai. and it's art. <laughs> and so, well, Tyler, that's that's a true statement, right? It's, there. A true statement. it's, it's art. Stanley, Stanley, yeah, Stanley, Stanley yeah. <laughs> At least with like uh, Alita Battle Angel, like from looking at the trailers, like it looked very just otherworldly with what they yeah, did with the CGI. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they gave her like the really big eyes. You know, and, they did do a lot of those things. And but. some are. And it looked good. like some of them make an easier transfer to live action, but that was like a pseudo live action. Some of it was yeah. CG. Yeah, and there all was that. CG, but it was blended pretty well. I watched it on my regular TV, uh-huh. so I didn't see it in the movie theater. But I thought, like, I thought I would be distracted by it. Now there's some special effects and some goofy fight scenes, but that's separate on balance, like the characters and her eyes and the way they kind of incorporate it together. Uh-huh. It, it wor- looked pretty good. Yeah. Do you think it works for the story or is it, I think it actually came close to turning a profit. I think overseas it probably did better because they're not as hard on these films. Yeah. that Like have that 1990s kind of, they just want to see explosions. They just want to see explosions and stuff. And the story was relatively easy to follow here domestically. I, I could see why it didn't do as well as maybe they wanted it to do. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I'm not a big anime person in general, so yeah, it's because of all of us pigheaded what's, Americans. Give us yes. an anime. That's, uh, what's an anime? Because you're the expert. Uh, what's an anime that could work on the big screen? That could work. Oh yeah, that's oh, a good shoot. one. Um, I'll have to think about like, it. I heard yeah. weird. Um, it, like the story because is uh-huh. relatable. there's there's a to be completely honest, there's a lot of live action anime adaptations. And they just all terrible. There's yeah. a lot on Netflix, and there's a lot that you think, hey, maybe that could work, but then it just doesn't. Yeah. So it's like how I comic really book movies started yeah, speaking out. Speaking of, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of, uh, maybe that'll work. It doesn't. Sort of figuring it out. <laughs> That's like the 2000s in general with comic book movies. Maybe it'll work, but it doesn't. And but. if you want to argue with me, you can hit me up on Twitter, or Instagram. Uh-huh. I'm ready and willing to like talk spike it this out. out. Yeah. Just fight this out. <laughs> I, I heard like a while ago that they were it was in the talks of a cowboy bebop live action yeah oh yeah oh yeah um, we've, we've John Chow, there you go. yeah you're the one yeah. Told. i've that, read about it that already times. came out i believe it's oh on, okay. it's on netflix let me let me oh is that right it's yeah, out? yeah 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 oh man yeah so 
I'll just kind of give another little bit of movie news while Ryan's searching that up. But uh, so you know how there's this whole dark universe thing that they're I think sort of kind of dead. I think, that was over. I think it's I think it's dead. They're moving past it because because um, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was what one one movie Mummy, one. And, and that's it. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> no, I think uh, the, the technically the, uh, the the Dracula movie. Dracula no, Untold, that wasn't. In, I don't think that was included. Was I think it? we were trying to lead it in like yeah. initially, but it, because it didn't work, they were like, actually, no, it's not part of it. And yeah, we're resetting with the mummy, and then that went through the car wash a million times. And it's actually like a watchable movie. I'll give it some credit. Like if you got nothing else going on, but uh, on balance, that movie was pretty pretty. Bad. I just remember. <laughs> I just remember hearing like Tom Cruise is like a neutral character, somewhat like a neutral character. Like you never see him being romantic with like. That's anybody in who he is his, yeah that's how he lives his life he's just tom cruise he's just tom, tom cruise. cruise in a movie about a mummy for some reason <laughs> <laughs> i guess he ends up about. being the mummy I, I don't recall it was so terrible the one with brendan the Fraser, russell crow part is the part that sticks with me because he's dr jekyll and mr <laughs> yeah Hyde, it's so weird and it's uh it's a bit over the top <laughs> but like the brendan the brendan Fraser one the first mummy i think that's still really really good i think I it holds up you. yeah i think it holds up and that and you probably could have done something to revisit that and draw that into the universe. Yeah. And I think, if I recall, uh, it was the guys who did, was it Chris McQuarrie that did The Mummy? Oh, the guys I, who I, did I Mission Impossible. Okay. A lot of that group were involved with The Mummy. Um, I don't know why it went through the car wash so many times. That script was nonsense. Um, yeah. But I thought that they were trying to like pay homage and Easter eggs to the original Mummy uh-huh. with Brendan it Fraser. Feel like but it didn't feel all, like it because it was totally different. At yeah. least with that first Mummy, it's fun. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's fun still ride. Really, Actually, really fun I, I ride for the first two. The yeah, first two were good. Two are the good. Scorpion yeah. King like starts to get goofy. The third one was kind of yeah. bad. But the first two were very good movies. It was mm-hmm. like Indiana Jones. Why are we not like expanding on that universe? With Brendan so, Fraser. With Brendan Fraser. Brendan yeah. Fraser. So he's, he's game. Yeah, he's making back. a comeback yeah. too. So he's a likable character. I yeah. love. I love the movie with him. <laughs> Rick O'Connell. Rick. Uh, Liz Hurley. What's that movie? Bedazzled. Oh, Bedazzled. That's a great movie. That is an yeah. underrated comedy. It's a great movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it for. And then good. he was in School Ties. He's incredible, and now he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah I like Brendan Fraser. Cino Man. Well, Cino Man. Polly Shore. Monkey Bones. Monkey Bones. Oh, I know what Tim Burton. That's his, like his weirdest movie, and a lot of people I know really like that movie. Yeah, they man. Ride for that movie it came out during that that uh, mix of cartoon and live action. It was like the Who Framed Roger era. Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. 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 The back Who Framed Roger Cool yeah. World. Cool World yeah. with Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh, and so. going back to uh, Cowboy Bebop, no, it is not out. It's been it's okay. delayed. I was going to say, because we would have oh, probably okay. heard about yeah. it. Yeah, it's delayed for seven to nine months. Oh, so I don't know okay. what that means. <laughs> CG, CGI? Netflix is running out of money? <laughs> Apparently they went down like earlier uh, this week or something, where the whole Netflix, like nobody could stream anything. Really? So was they actually right? had down. They actually had downtime. Well, because... How often do we watch Netflix anymore? You know what I mean. Like, I still watch it. I still watch it. What am yeah. I watching on Netflix? It happened in the morning. You're a fool, Nick. You're a fool. Yeah. Yeah. Hulu all the Actually, way. Actually, the stock is doing fine for those who care about. Oh, that. okay. Those who care. For all the, the suits out there, all the suits, yeah. Yeah. The suits out there. <laughs> care about the stock. But uh, anyways, back to this whole dark universe thing, which I don't think it's a part of it. But apparently, Dracula's henchman is getting a movie. Oh, I had heard about mm. this, and I'm just right. like, why would you give? If you're gonna start a universe, <laughs> that's what you're gonna start it with. Dracula's henchman. Is this Renfield? Is that? that I don't remember his name. I'll look it up real quick. That's the dude that's all super creepy. The the familiar. Why wouldn't you do it with? uh, (laughs) I think so. Something like that. Frankenstein. (laughs) You know (laughs) why are we doing? Nobody knows Dracula's henchman. Why are we doing it there? Did you say Frankenstein? Is he Jewish? (laughs) (laughs) It's young Frankenstein for those. It's Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster. (laughs) Frankenstein's monster. Ah yes, he's gonna become a jeweler. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's ever seen that movie. If you like Gene Wilder, you got to see Young Frankenstein. Come on, it's classic. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know that this dark universe thing is ever it's universal, right? They got to stop investing in this thing. I don't think they can force Mm -hmm. it to happen. 
Um, I had heard that they were going to do like a, you saw the mummy or the invisible man. There's yes. like a creepy sort of horror tone to mm. that one. I had heard some talk about the creature from the Black Lagoon, mm. some kind of mm-hmm. rehashing reboot of that situation. I just, They're always flirting with these ideas and development, but trying to force it to be a universe is maybe pushing it. I just want a remake of like, the League of Extraordinary, oh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm fine. The Bring first one, Connery, yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's yeah. one of those things. Honestly, like I remember very much like being excited for the first one to come out. That was the movie that killed Sean Connery. Ultimately, hey, I liked it. Sent it. him into retirement, basically. <laughs> Although again, I think. Finding Forrester. Did we ever figure out if that came out after that? Or oh, I don't think we ever. Yeah, it's a great movie. But <laughs> in any case, I remember when that movie came out. I remember being super excited about it, and I didn't think like the way it looked in the first trailers made it look that bad. But that story just doesn't work. I don't think it works in today's time. Mm-hmm. Captain Nemo, Dorian Gray, uh, whoever it's in, goofy. It's goofy. It's goofy. So like, I don't think have to people will accept the name. it. They yeah. would have to update it tremendously and do something weird. Yeah, League, League of Extraordinary, Extraordinary People. people. <laughs> okay, doesn't have quite that ring. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Dracula's henchman. His name is. Let me look it up. Reinfield. 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 Okay. Reinfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. the fact yeah. that I don't know who he is. I don't, I don't means know why they probably should reconsider this. In such an Dracula. Dead and loving it. That it's a was, classic. Liam yeah, Neeson, yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry, uh, not Liam no, Neeson. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> Can you imagine? But uh, that'd be great. Naked Gun with Liam Neeson. Somebody, Renfield, somebody, somebody yeah. I'll sell you that for free. Yeah. So that, that idea is free. Go ahead, take that. But Renfield in that movie, it's so he's so hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good adaptation of him. Uh, not too long ago, I caught. Uh, Dracula 2000 with Gerard Butler. Oh, and so, like, okay. that was, I don't that remember was that one at all. Yeah, that is was that one good? that came out there. It's not bad. The one that I it's like is the one with Gary Oldman and Keanu Reeves. Oh, I was yeah. just yeah. about to That's mention the good that one. one. I can't remember who directed that. Was but... that the good one? Well, I mean, they're all bad <laughs> they're on all... balance. Like, unless you go way back in the day. man, in that movie, I my wife was just watching. is off. My wife likes old movies and she was just watching Nosferatu or whatever. Oh, okay. Some of those older ones are incredible, actually. Yeah, yeah. They're longer than you think they are and they're slow and creepy the whole time. Some of those are incredible. Didn't but they... of the newer ones, I think Bram Stoker's, that Gary uh-huh. Oldman one, Dracula. Didn't they the have one. a series of Nosferatu just recently? I know they did like a movie about the guy that was in the movie with William oh, okay. Defoe. I don't know if they ever did like a, they probably did a bunch of documentaries on okay. it. Mm-hmm. But I, I know they made a movie called like In the Shadow of the Vampire or something like that years mm-hmm. ago. Defoe was nominated for that. Mm. It's got to be 10, 15 years ago now, but that was interesting. Okay. And Defoe is always good when he does stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So other movie news I got is, uh, I always say his last name wrong, John Tutoro. Is going to be. Oh yeah, there. heard yeah, about there, this. Yeah, yeah, he's going. He's going to be the again. They're uh, trying to mess with me because they're getting all these actors I like involved. He's going to be the mob boss, uh, Falcone. 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 Oh, so okay. Batman. Yeah, so uh, I think originally he was portrayed oh, you know. by Julia Roberts' brother in The Dark Knight. That was mm. the last time he got portrayed. Well, it was uh, and, uh, Tom, uh, the guy from uh, the British actor that was in the Chris Nolan series. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but no. he he was the guy who played Falcone in that one, and that's when he got the most run. Oh, okay. Because uh, remember Christian Bale ties him to the. Oh, thing that's right, that's right. So he gets a lot of run. Again, in my characters mixed up. Yeah. Julia Roberts' brother, which I don't remember his name. He, Eric, he, yeah, Eric, Eric Roberts. Eric, Eric Roberts. Roberts yeah. He, I think he plays a. He takes over the Falcone family, or mm. he's one of them that that's takes what over. Happens. Yeah, that's how it works. Because the the original one, like in that in that whole Nolan universe, he gets like taken out by the Scarecrow with the fear gas, and so correct. That's yeah. what happened. But he was weird because he was so <laughs> British. That guy that like the role didn't feel right because Tom Wilkinson, he played it with like, he was doing the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch where he's mm. very British. I don't 
know if he's from Northern England or whatever, but he's trying to do like the New York mob guy. Uh, yeah, it sounded really bad. weird. So. Yeah. I thought that was one of the few things that Nolan did was miscast. Hey, that yo, part. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Go yo. back and watch it. It's very weird. You know who directed Jimmy's Grant? Jimmy's pasta. This, 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 this goes... spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Spaghetti. <laughs> Give me a... and, and you know what happens? Like if you actually watch them while they're acting, like their lips kind of twitch in a weird way because they're really trying to yeah, do the New York thing. To cover it but up. it's like a parody hey, of a parody of a New here. York thing. So, yeah, it's very odd. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the one that I like. You know who directed that? Who directed Francis that? Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, I totally okay. forgot that. All right. So it's at least that's an interesting movie, if maybe not a good Dracula movie. <laughs> so Winona Ryder was in it. I remember that. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. But I'm excited about this Batman movie. Let's see who else they can get I, in there. I, I don't know. You know, know we're messing with my emotions. It, because all these good people involved, Yeah, the star power is yeah. amazing But that doesn't right mean now. anything. I would argue that... Um, um, the Justice League and similar uh, star yeah, power. BDS almost. star yeah, power right. is there. Casting was interesting, but it doesn't mean it's going to be a good script. But Joker, there. Nick Joker. <laughs> Too many jokers. Too many jokers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of Joker news, yeah, you going right. to bring that up? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was uh, waiting for you to kind of yeah, bring it up. So but, I don't. Uh, I didn't want to get angry this early in the morning. Sequel, possible. <laughs> They can't help oh, Basically, yeah. it, came, it comes out like we're Goodness. definitely doing it. And then I all mean, of a sudden, a Todd dollars. Phillips was like, well, I don't know. We, you know, I don't know if we're going to definitely do it. We're not working on a script. It was never meant to be a, a sequel. To, uh, there was never meant yeah. to be a sequel to it. But it made a billion dollars. So Warner Bros. is like, come on. Come, come on, on, man. Put something sequel. together. It's uh, like, why even? Like, how can you? Like, I would why? argue the first like, one's not that good to begin with. Uh, you know my opinion on it. That's my most popular article on my blog in the last yeah. year or two. <laughs> so I know how everybody feels about it. Everybody bring the vitriol to at Real Watch on Twitter, please. But uh, so they can't do any worse than what they made in the first one. It's derivative to begin with. So might as well what? make that money. And yeah, do, what they need to do. Let's do uh, Goodfellas now. Get... Let's just rip off Goodfellas. Yeah, no, I was about to say what, right? what they need to why do not? is get Martin Scorsese and give him yeah. uh, the just, rights no, to they don't the Penguin. They need to go to Netflix and watch three Martin Scorsese movies <laughs> and then just make a script out of it no, and just steal all the good stuff. Go to Martin Scorsese be like, hey. Go get Ray Liotta. Do, <laughs> do, uh, do an origin story of the Penguin and boom. There, that's there that's him. Gangster For, movie with, people, with the Penguin. <laughs> people who like this movie are probably folks that don't know the Martin Scorsese library that well, maybe don't like Fight Club or hadn't seen it before. So all these ideas felt fresh to them. Todd Phillips, if he wants to steal some more ideas, call it the Joker and do another movie. I don't blame them. They're making money from it. And I'm I'm Team Warner Brothers. I'm Team DC. So when they have more money in their pocket, good for them. They can yeah, find more yeah, stuff yeah. and maybe I'll get some other stuff out of it. But, you know, obviously I don't think the movie... Is needs a sequel, and yeah. Needs a sequel, yeah. Even need because how do you even tie it in? Honestly, they're just you know? they're just looking for a cow to milk. That's yeah, that's all it is. is. Yeah, <laughs> they need one too. Because it, it actually uh, <laughs> would give me more respect if Todd Phillips was like, no, it wasn't meant to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, a, a franchise of any sort. Yeah, so I'm not gonna do it. Because so. how do you, what story do you do for Joker two? Yeah, you know what I mean. He meets Harley uh, Quinn. Yeah, and you know Harley what I mean. Like Harley it's Quinn. just, it's just like really, is that the direction you want to go? And again, so they're gonna recast Harley Quinn now too. What you need is probably Batman. That's yeah. probably what you need. What and they needed to do in the first movie was kill Batman. Yeah. That would have been would've, amazing. It's like Quentin yeah. Tarantino revisionist well, history, but, you know, which I think that would have been, been, cool. been interesting. <laughs> it would be it original. It, it would be, be original. original, yeah. No, you know what? I would have gave him, like, I would have probably still given a bad review on balance, but, like, I would have said, look, he made a choice there that was exactly. incredible. Yes. He killed Batman as a little kid, and here's an all-new Kelvin so, timeline or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then another so. superhero rises up. Yeah. Because Thomas Wayne. Yeah, Thomas Wayne. Yeah, it'd be cool. 
Oh, yeah. Awesome. Or Alfred or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can do something totally different. But it's just take some liberties if you're going to go that far already. Yeah. But I've I mean, said that multiple times yeah. already. They could have they done the Flashpoint route where, you know, Joaquin Phil- like Phoenix kills Bruce. And then, you know, uh, Martha becomes the new Joker. Mm-hmm. And then so Thomas Wayne comic, becomes that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. are the comic so guys. That would be nice. That would be my challenge to yeah. that idea is that this Joker doesn't line up with any other Joker, really. That's why you kill him and you let Martha so be Joker. So even <laughs> when you say something like, put him in the Flashpoint timeline, or let's do uh, the Red Hood I with him say, or something, like, make him a catalyst. there because he's not yeah. any kind of, he's a lazy kind of wimpy Joker that doesn't fit into any of the stories that we've seen. Yeah. But, if they're, so they're going to make it work, it. make it a catalyst, but it's too late. So, yeah. It's too late. I don't know. What's the prediction? They're going to green light this thing. Even if Todd Phillips isn't involved, they're going to find a way to do this. I don't know. It's just how. It's just really But is Joaquin Phoenix behind this, like, is oh, he, he hasn't down said for anything. It? I haven't, I haven't heard because him say anything. He would probably be the one so. to kibosh it, most yeah, likely. Yeah, because, because he's I'm got artistic it. integrity, at least we think. Yeah, and so. he says he doesn't want to do series, right? Yeah, he doesn't want to uh, do. I think because he just he signed up for that? one movie, and okay. that was the. I think that was the thing that turned away a lot of actors from signing up with any Marvel or DC movie was just how long the contract was, mm, like six yeah, or seven yeah. movies. At least with like Marvel, you can do like cameos. And they can kind of sort of let you out of, you know what I mean? They can sort of count, I think, the cameos as those movies, too. And so I, I don't have a lot of faith in Warner Brothers because they've screwed up so many times in the past, right? But it would get, it would bring me some peace of mind and let me think uh, something more highly of the Batman coming, Matt Reeves' Batman, if Warner Brothers stood up and was like, you know what? We're going to put this in the pocket. We're going to call this a good movie, push for the award seasons, and we're going to let it go. Yeah. We don't need to I do mean, that'd be interesting. Maybe, just, we'll, just, maybe what yeah. we'll do is take $100 million from the profit and start to explore like a Riddler standalone or something, a Scarecrow standalone yeah. or something along those lines since this worked. Um, you know, you presume like the sequel would also be R rated, and then how are you going to tie Batman in? Because Batman's got to be Taxi PG-13, Driver too. And, yeah, it's just kinda, <laughs> the whole thing seems a little bit weird. Cape <laughs> Fear. Let's do Cape Fear. <laughs> Taxi Driver versus Uber Driver. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be driving. crazy. Yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> that would be uh, relevant to today. Yeah, that, that, that's how you do it. So, oh my gosh. Uh, other movie news I got. So Danny DeVito is waiting for a uh, sequel to Twins called Triplets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I heard about this a lot. So, uh, this has been on and off in development for so, some time and by the way <laughs> that's a good movie Twins yeah, Twins is a good, good movie. I yeah. like yeah. solid. it's been a long time since so, i've seen uh, that movie though when, when i was looking it up like the whole idea was that they were going to do triplets and danny devito says they're waiting for a script he says if there's a script and there's something involved he'll do it arnold schwarzenegger said there was a script apparently there isn't one out there so there's a lot of rumor whether there is i had i had read about it play out so, there and, many times over the years yeah. many times who and, would be uh, the third person they were talking about eddie murphy Really? Yeah. That's yeah, I think I heard that too. Yeah. That's interesting. So that's, that's yeah, all I, I think a few people have Eddie been Murphy, through that role, so, but yeah. But- I mean, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would. I would see it. Like, we're triplets, <laughs> not twins, and so <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> twins is not bad. Um, but also, we've got possibly a new Nightmare on Elm Street movie that might be coming. Oh no, uh, oh, man, another reboot. Runa uh, Runa Mari. Uh, that movie was terrible. So it's uh, yeah, that one was bad. But or that one was that bad, was a sorry. lazy yeah. remake. I don't know what that was all about. That I thought was... again, the casting I thought was interesting. Yeah, I like the guy who played Freddy, uh, the guy from uh, the Watchmen movie. Yeah, and, Roy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy was. I was like, oh, that makes sense. But then the movie was nothing. It was a nothing burger. Yeah. <laughs> no script at all. It was one of those 
just the reboot. It was yeah. you know, 2010's reboot or 2008's yeah, reboot. just a lazy so, reboot. The, yeah. Friday, the, Nightmare and, uh, and, uh, the Friday the 13th one also, lazy reboot. Yeah, so right after that. Uh, they're talking about either new movies or kind of like TV ideas with it because I guess recently like it was Wes Craven's estate got the rights back to Nightmare on Elm Street and now they're kind of pitching it to get See, something TV reamped series again. So, interests me a little bit. TV series wouldn't be bad if you give it to, I think, HBO. You slow and, burn uh, that yeah. thing and I, I think that could work. Mm. Yeah, so. and it's something we haven't seen before, at least as mm -hmm. far as like with a TV series, but I mean, but horror, like your classic horrors are all since Halloween 2018, you know, like everybody's going to be trying to dish something out, you know, well, we, like we, restart we up talked about it on the pod a couple times, and, the uh, American Horror Story. There's not a lot of these horror uh, serialized television things going on. So something like Nightmare on Elm Street that has IP name recognition, but that you could slow burn for eight to 12 episodes, either on Netflix or network. I think that could work. I think it could. If too. you did it on HBO, yeah, it could yeah. definitely work. You got to make it like rated R-ish. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, it'd be more interesting to see as and far as what you can do in the dream world too. Yeah, I was, you exactly. Know, you like, could really explore. Well, it. You could play with that. More. What was that? Um, that uh, horror series that you told me to watch? Uh, it had the dream door. Oh, Channel Zero. Channel Zero. Yeah, Channel yeah Zero. I was thinking like that. It can be an anthology. It's just different Something dreams like that, yeah. of kids as they're going yeah toe to toe with Freddy. That would be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, right I think there, there's so, room uh, in my life for something like that. I just don't want to see another lazy. That's not, I don't know. Like, oh, okay. It's still all in talks, either movie or TV series mm. idea. So, I'm, but I'm more for TV. I'm more for Me TV, too, because we've too already well. seen what the reboot of the Johnny Depp original yeah. looks like. Why do we got to do that again? Yeah. We already know that doesn't <laughs> At least work. that way, when you go TV, when you go serialize, you can tell a much larger story, you know? Speaking of that, there, there was some news movie. that broke on the RoboCop Returns thing. So that is now on fast track to production. Wow. Um, Since and I Terminator don't, Dark Fate was such a success. Right, it's, it's, it's <laughs> such a success right? And there's some drama there. They're, they're talking about like James Cameron and Tim Miller. Now all the stuff about what they were fighting over is yeah. coming out. So they're fighting over Skynet and Legion. And like, I mean, oh, they're so interchangeable. It doesn't like, even yeah. matter. I think you could, at this honestly, point, I don't like, think it but they're all passing the ball. Yeah. They're trying to blame the other guy. Because literally <laughs> anyone could die and then someone else is going to step up to lead the human yeah, revolution. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. You know what I mean? Which, yeah, which it's is fine, fine. But it's just... It, when they introduced that theory into the movie, it just broke down the entire. Yeah. Uh, why didn't they do? Uh, I don't know why they killed John Connor. I don't know why James Cameron was okay I'm with that idea. That. I mean, I thought that was weird. And, and then again, like we already have done the looping. It's a loop. So like, yeah. even if they win now, they're gonna have to win again. What if they did it where uh, you go back Terminator One, where you send a guy, where basically. Uh, to kill the yeah, Terminator to, before you send, he ever you send, gets you send going? the Sean Bean version who ends yeah, up... Yeah, see, that would have know, been probably a more interesting yeah. idea. So the humans send people back in time to stop Terminators from doing what they're doing yeah, instead of the Yeah, they haven't opposite. done that since Terminator 1 where they send yeah. a human back. Like, yeah. Or... What they do is they send someone back in time to send them forward in time, and then now they're Perfect. fighting. How about this? How about Not we stop making Terminator? <laughs> Where's the whiteboard at? Yeah. Where's the whiteboard at? I mean, why don't they do? Uh, well, I guess you could say uh, they 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 could have done it where it was. Uh, I forgot the lead the lead actress's name or what her character name was. Linda the, Hamilton? No, uh, no, 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 the other no. The 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 new John Connor. Uh, it's not the oh, new God, John Mackenzie Davis's character. No, no, the, no, the main oh, that one, the, the oh. one great. No, it's not Grace. She's such a powerful <laughs> one, leader. I can't the one who's remember. The leader. <laughs> yeah, the, what was her name? What I don't know, name? man. I'll look it up. Okay, Danny, Danny, Danny. Danny. That's what. I didn't even look that up. I just remembered it. so funny. Linda Hamilton. No, she's not the main character. So it's been a year since we watched this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, what if you kind of go Terminator One it's not style, not very rewatchable. Where you, you send a a male version of Grace, you know, back in time mm -hmm. to protect uh, her Danny's mother, 
and then oh you know you goodness. do the pregnancy thing it's another paradox baby and uh, then it starts all over again that's how, how, I think, how many times are we going to do this right. i think that <laughs> well, we've only done it once that so. orange has been juiced all the way there's yeah. no more juice left it's in that all sucker. right i think we've proven <laughs> it's it. all gone yeah. after it's three failures gone. in a row james karen's name so, uh, on some of them you gotta let it go speaking of failures right uh <laughs> producer ryan sorry uh, <laughs> no, no. Henry, henry cavill is still saying that he's uh the dc superman i agree so with him he, he is so He's saying like no, until, like there's until further. Uh, yeah, until, until somebody else shows up. Yeah, even though there's no like talk, him. there's no talk at all for a Superman two or anything or Man of Steel two. But he still that would says be a he's soft still technically. If you just come with yeah. him still and do a, a sequel to Superman, a sequel to Man of Steel. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't really like done. the first one that much. I, I didn't like it that much either, but there was stuff okay. that I was okay well, with. It. I just think that maybe he's just trying to keep things on the wraps. Because if he says that he's not Superman anymore, yeah. then that opens the door for speculation. But if he continues to be like, oh, yeah, I'm Superman, I'm Here, Superman. Here's he just hasn't been given much to work with. I don't, exactly. Most, exactly. most yeah. people don't blame him, number one. And that Warner Brothers thing is a giant mess, right? So here's what you do. This is where you introduce the Flashpoint Paradox thing and you retcon it with the guys that you like. So Momoa is successful. People like his Aquaman, you keep him, you keep Gail Gadot, you get you keep Henry Cavill, maybe Ezra Miller. And then you, <laughs> the only one we're casting yeah, is man. Batman. <laughs> and now we're just getting rid of Batman. We'll see about Cyborg. You know, maybe the bad guys. Maybe you could re- you can phase in. Who's Commissioner Gordon in the Batman? Oh, uh, who knows anymore? I thought uh, we'd make, oh, uh, J.K. It, right? Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Uh, no, no, it's not J.K. Simmons. The the new one. Oh, and the new Batman. Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey it? Wright. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Wright. Okay, oh, Jeffrey Wright. Wright. So now yeah, you interweave yeah. Jeffrey Wright in there, and you can kind <laughs> of Gary Oldman. <laughs> you can bring you recast Batman because it could be Thomas Wayne instead of Bruce Wayne or something along those lines. Yeah, and you do it that way. That is. That's the only way you clean know. it up because it's so a, messy. We do a flashpoint and we just recast one and, person. In theory, it could work because Wonder Woman's back in 1984, so there are things that you could, you know, co, co you know, co weave it there timeline. So this is the thing that I was thinking about. So comic books, the, the lines are so extensive, like yeah. story and complicated, and yeah, and complicated, and they reboot so it's in line them. With that. Like it, it's not in. Uh, uncommon for them to reboot an right. entire universe because it's gotten so convoluted and crazy. I'm waiting for the movie universes to do the same thing. Yeah, just Marvel everything. is getting super big and it's going to be a po- they're going to get to a point where it's going to be hard to keep track of everything. It's already there, so they're really. going to reboot it. I'm certain of it. Yeah. And DC, they're already there. Yeah, they need to just reboot it, have like some sort of cosmic explosion that the problem with dc is though they never got to marvel's success range so they're going to reboot and essentially cost themselves money uh, they just lucked out essentially with Aquaman. I don't care. They Woman. just need to start at zero again. That's what they yeah. need to yeah, do. Yeah, but why do that when people like I think they are, I think, like Aquaman? You know? I think they're already like, going to go. Those movies are billion the, uh, dollar movies. I think they're already going to go the route as far as like different timelines or different universes because I think as far as like with this Joker movie and the new Batman movie. You know, I think those are going to be the start of maybe a different universe. And yeah. then you've got your Wonder Woman. You got the original Snyderverse that they might still maybe play with and work with every now and again because Black Adam is going to be coming out. And that's getting a lot of buzz right yeah, now. Yeah. Apparently in that Black I'm Adam not, movie. I don't think that's a, um, it's a for sure success. I'm a little nervous about that one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, it's The Rock. It, 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 it is I the mean, rock, even yeah. though we all like Shazam, that was a good pod that we did and we gave it a pretty decent rating. That movie didn't light the world on well, fire. Well, that's going to be yeah. intru- apparently yeah. in the Black Adam movie, they're going to be introducing the, the Justice League of America. So the old school, that, the yeah. old school Justice League mm, members. And so interesting. Um, I mean, I guess it could be a step in the right direction of keeping it maybe still within the Snyderverse, but for fans like for for tertiary fans of comics like me, like I I feel like we deserve a Justice League movie at some point. The Snyder Um, Cut? 
I don't know. I'm not talking about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> which they say exists. Which I'm there fine with if they release. You know that I'll pay for that <laughs> ticket. But, you know, we sh- they should... Warner Brothers has cool characters, good villains. They should be able to pull this off somehow. I don't know why they go out of their way to messy the whole thing up over and over and over again. They got to figure this thing out. And, and for me... Stay on track. You've got a successful Wonder Woman, a successful Aquaman. Let's just reset the timeline with with Ezra Miller's Flash and some kind of paradox story and keep this thing moving. They're still working on that. Generally in the right direction. (laughs) They are still like there's been so many rewrites on the on the a lot of different directors on that one, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, The latest Andy Machete is uh, the director. He's going to be doing it. I think he could do something interesting with that. Um, But they've gone through the directors. They've rewritten the the script so many times. You know what I mean? It's just that doesn't give me a lot of hope, Tyler. (laughs) I mean, you shouldn't have any hope in this. You know what I mean? With with this right here. Like (laughs) Warner Brothers has to surprise hope. Yeah. But again, this is the thing. Warner Brothers lucks into success one way or the other. You know why? Because they own the DC characters and people like the DC characters characters joker is a billion dollar success you know why because everybody likes the friggin' joker that's why uh aquaman ended up being a success with a crazy story with crazy crazy cinematography yeah. and a lot of colors and weirdness billion dollars wonder woman okay first real uh committed live action female protagonist billion dollars you know what i mean so they're winning because of the characters they own now they have to pay back those characters those dc characters and do something smart with them yeah and mm. not screw around with it so much you know you know they're gonna mess it up they're again. gonna mess it up <laughs> we, we both know i'm just trying to yell at them one more again. time <laughs> all right why don't you bring up the star wars news nick because i looked a little bit into it but there's so much out there right okay now. so actually i, I really want to get into the star trek news but we'll cover star wars because we're going to do a lot of it and here's what's important What's important is there's another movie trilogy that's planned to come out. Yeah, Ryan Johnson is the rumors, right? Rumors, Rumors, right? And Ryan Johnson working on it. Ryan Johnson was very defensive a couple weeks ago or 10 days ago saying, I'm still involved. I'm still in development. We're working on it. I'm not out. I'm I'm in. Hey, I'm Ryan Johnson. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) and and of course, you know, everybody knows the Last Jedi controversy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Johnson has his fans. Knives Out is uh, in sneak peeks this week. Comes out wide, I think, on Wednesday. So we're we're rooting for him. I like his his movies. I like Luke. Looper. I don't I like know about Looper you, but I, yeah, I like Looper. No, I really yeah. like Looper. I never saw that. Brick. I hear Brick is Brick good. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's very, very mm-hmm. I think it's better than Looper, actually, okay. on balance. Uh, neither one is super rewatchable, but they're both smart movies. And I like his vision. And even Knives Out looks interesting. Yeah. He does different things. He plays with different genres, and I respect that. But the reality is, Disney comes out and says, okay, there is going to be another Star Wars trilogy, but it's not Ryan Johnson's. It's not Benioff and Weiss. Actually, we haven't hired the guy who's going to do it yet. <laughs> wow. So not only is Ryan Johnson back in like no man's land, yeah. but they are giving a trilogy to somebody who we don't even know who it is. That's so crazy. that's the news. Oh so again, goodness. like just like War- we can pick on Warner Brothers and we don't know how good Rise of Skywalker is. Certainly I have my problems with Last Jedi. Same problem with Disney. Yeah. And Kathleen Kennedy with this Lucasfilm thing. They don't know what they're doing. I think uh, they have no idea what works exactly. They're lucking out because John Favreau made a pretty good series, uh, The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian's really three good. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch episode three? I haven't seen episode three okay, yet. I, I saw episode, episode three last yeah. night. I, I, listen, it's very well made. Oh, it's not the greatest thing on earth, but right. I, uh, on balance, it's as good as it it's feels gets. Star Wars. It feels Star it Wars. Feels right? Star that's what Wars. you're looking yeah. for. Mm. But in terms of the movies, I don't know what they're doing, and it just looks super messy. Yeah. I would say so. with the movies, you're the telling fans, us there's another trilogy. Yeah. You don't even know who's going to run it. I <laughs> mean, you insane. don't even That's know who's. Insane. Where's the script? <laughs> it it, it, it uh, always confirms what I've always believed, which is they're making the shit up as they yeah, go. They it, but, which is know. exhausting. But it must they, be exhausting. That that sounds like 
hey, we want to make money. That's what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. They're like, <laughs> we don't We're know. telling you. We don't know what the story tuned, is. But we, we don't know how we want to make money. Keep buying those Legos because we're going to keep making ships. We just don't know what they're going to do yet. <laughs> That's all yeah. they're saying. I would say, because especially with the new trilogy, I mean, I don't know why the prequels are all of a sudden getting like more positive steam, but with this... Well, you know, they're crazy. People are crazy. We're going to fight about that one day. We'll bring out the karate mats on that But like with this new Star Wars, at least the last two movies, it's done nothing but split fans. But as far as like the Mandalorian, it feels like almost everybody who's a Star Wars fan is, like is you know what I mean? It's like, no, yeah, this is really yeah. good. We like this. Yeah. And, this and, is what, and we what you want. really and are so, always looking for with Star Wars, does it feel like Star Wars? Yeah, does it feel like and, Star Wars? And more yeah. like original trilogy Star yeah. Wars, that kind of thing. But John so. Favreau seems... Uh, and it seems like John's Favreau role, role in Star Wars is going to extend beyond the Mandalorian. And there's if you're going to you're gonna have like. a Kevin Feige of Star Wars, and that's another thing, Kevin Feige is apparently going to be stepping in to handle some well, Star Wars. Actually, what too, I read but, in the last article about the uh -huh. new trilogy is that he wasn't involved at all with this, so nobody yeah. really knows what's going on with the new trilogy. Uh -huh. No director, no script, no nothing. It's basically just Kathleen Kennedy waking up and saying, "Yeah, we're going to do it." We Give it to John Favreau. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, that, he started the first Iron point. Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, like he's already shepherded the disney franchises with the lion king and what he did uh, another one too oh god i can't remember i can't remember which other did, live yeah. action disney movie jungle book he did jungle oh book. yes yes was that? Yeah. and he did yeah. the first oh, that's two right. yeah, he did, he did that's that. right he did so that. he's a proven that's commodity there was two he's jungle made books. disney billions of dollars uh -huh. uh, yeah because the other one was, was uh, andy circus yeah, yeah yeah which actually i saw some of i didn't finish watching I didn't it finish all it's not terrible two totally different films um with the same story there but that's the thing like favreau is a proven commodity give it to somebody that has done it with marvel done it with disney now give him some maybe give him star yeah. wars and plus uh, the vibe on him too like the positive reviews of the mandalorian and you know what he I mean? doesn't have like, a lot of controversy people seem to like working with him episode four is the one that's going to be directed by uh, ron howard's daughter oh, bryce dallas howard okay okay yeah. so and then the last the episode <laughs> episode eight is the taika taika taiki Taiki. Uh, okay yeah so and, and really the tone is really clean on the mandalorian yeah. i actually am, now that i've seen three i'm a little bit annoyed that they're only like 38 minutes that's i always yeah, wanted to be like thing. give it Give it, give me fifty five. Yeah. You know, or 50. but I mean, we do end up wanting more every time we see it. Which it's is like crucial. We do want yeah, more, we, you yeah know. We, that's not the problem we have when we watch Solo. Yeah, but I like that it's a problem we have with the man. They only give us like, little I want snippets. More, but the credits roll, and you're like, oh, I can't believe it's over. I want ten more minutes. And then you know? the after, that's a good thing. The after credit art too is very. I like the. After I like it a lot. I like I, it. I like sometimes it, a lot it doesn't too, match what so. you see. But I almost like that it's a work in progress kind of thing. So. All right. Well, that's all I got for movie news. Is there I got anything one more piece. I got to right. get it in because I'm a fan of those Abrams Kelvin timeline Star Trek movies, mm -hmm. and there was news on it that I really appreciated. So there's two things happening, right? Noah Hawley, who does the Fargo series. Um, okay. on FX, uh -huh. which I thought is very, very I like well the Fargo done. series. I like it, yeah. yeah they're, I just, they're not super rewatchable, but they're fun, right? Mm -hmm. And they mix a lot of different genres in when they're doing that Fargo series. He's going to write and direct Star Trek Four, And the original oh, okay. cast, right. the Kelvin Timeline cast, is all expected to return. So that's back mm. online. Okay. So now, right. aside from that, you're also developing the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek mm -hmm. film, which is going to be separate from the Kelvin Timeline and some kind of offshoot we think about, uh, we think with Star Trek generation okay uh, so i think it's gonna and somebody's working on that script as well from a story Quentin designed tarantino. by tarantino <laughs> and he plans to direct it by all wow. accounts wow. so we got two star wow. trek and movie because i'm like i don't really like the cbs all access star trek tv series yeah, that much yeah. is that I'm discovery a or is that discovery a... and i think they're doing an offshoot of it oh okay. i'm not mistaken that's i haven't seen an episode at all yeah i've seen the first few episodes of discovery it's fine it's it's not terrible but again too many spocks same thing yeah. too many jokes it kind of annoys me <laughs> and, I, and i'm a fan listen i like star trek on my film i don't like it so 
so much on TV as much. I don't get as much into it on, as a TV mm-hmm. series. So I'm glad that there's two Star Trek things in development. So look out for that news. And I'm mm-hmm. glad I'm going to get to see more Chris Pine as Captain Kirk. Yeah. All right, yeah. It, so. All right Nick. Favorite Fargo season? One, two, or three? One, because I didn't think it would work and was pleasantly surprised. But three is the most fun. Uh, three is fun. <laughs> two, because they have aliens. I do like that they have aliens in two. Yeah. yeah. Ryan's it, just like, what is going yeah, I on? Yeah, they, I don't know what yeah. you guys are talking about at all. Season two has aliens, you know which I was like, I loved it. I, I know like, you would oh appreciate God. this. They actually capture some of that X Files vibe yeah. in two. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of weird, right? Like it's, and, uh, it's interesting. Just I always, enough. I always forget his name, but I'm, I'm a big fan of the Native American who is the uh one of the actors in season yeah, two. He's incredible. He's in what is uh, Westworld. He was in Doctor Sleep. He has that one episode in Westworld. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's the best episode of Westworld. I gotta think about it a little bit. But it's incredible. They do an instrumental of Heart Shaped Box, too. Yeah. yeah oh, it's good. It's okay. so good. Right. It's good. And, see, and this like, is wow. the thing. Noah Hawley's a guy that like has interesting ideas. He's not afraid of mixing genres, yeah. too. And that's what I... It's kind of what we appreciate about Ryan Johnson, although it didn't work, I guess, in The Last Jedi, if you ask me. But this is a guy that could do something different with Star Trek. Yeah. I like those first three, but maybe it was getting a little tired on the third one. Maybe one too many Beastie Boys songs, I guess. Yeah, I could but, see yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. So he maybe we could like do some Beastie weird... Boys. He always, does, Always yeah. remember that Star Trek has weird stuff. They got weird episodes so we can get a little weird with it and in this cast that does comedy so well i think it'd be nice to go a little bit weird in the next star trek mm, movie yeah. change it up a little bit so I, this is a good guy to direct it not too it's weird. a good choice there's there needs not to be too that, weird yeah, yeah agree, not too weird because fun oh yeah and fun, yeah, yeah. fun yeah. yeah fun if you watch star trek one two and three the abrams kelvin timeline ones you can see uh uh, Simon Pegg's Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the third one, he's really laying it on. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I appreciate that too. Yeah, I got this. So. I want to see where it goes in, in four. <laughs> I don't know if you can get more Scottish. <laughs> Barely understand him. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be doing X2, X Men United. X Men United. The 2003, 2003 the, the, X Men. The so. best Nightcrawler? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd give it the best night. I'd give no, it the best night. No, it's not the best night for live action. Oh, I mean, the bar is low for live, for live <laughs> action. Yeah, okay, for live action, the best night crawler is from the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. This I'll ride cartoons. Yeah. I, the, I gotta give it to that. So, which is um, on Disney Plus? Which is on Disney Plus? <laughs> yes. What's your hot take on this movie, Ryan? I wonder how much tuition is for Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. <laughs> yeah, it must be a lot. I think like parents are very trusting to this academy, so, yeah. so it must have a good reputation. And right? how rich is he? Because you got yeah. jets coming out of the you know exactly. underneath. So and much, like, it was how, this is a little bit weird that the big thing with that school was there they got a jet, so something must be wrong. <laughs> I think Harvard probably has a couple airplanes, yeah. right? They probably do. But but the thing is, I think I know where they're cutting corners. The doctors or the the professors doctors. in the classrooms is just doing yeah, it everywhere. Yeah, no chairs. They're all sitting on the floor yeah, in Professor so X's that's, bedroom. That's where that's they a cut creepy. the corners. But how much I always, is tuition? Yeah, I, I always wondered, like, how much actual, like, real world stuff do they learn? Because it's like very few of them are actually like they're like in the kitchen. Yeah. They're in Charles's yeah. library. Just, the weird thing is, like, if you look at the house, and it's a beautiful house, right? The yeah, mansion yeah. is amazing. It's a lot of space, right? There's a lot of rooms, but so why are they all gathered on the floor yeah. in Charles's yeah. study? That's a little bit yeah. weird. Right? You would think they would have at least one classroom. Yeah. I don't. I don't With think any of them are. Uh, they're not licensed teachers either. So it's yeah, just like, exactly. You can't, like you can't really be like. I mean, Charles Xavier has his telepathy, so yeah. he can just you know make you believe anything <laughs> and like. But, but the, some of them. Well, Jean Grey, she's a doctor, and then Hank McCoy, oh, yeah. he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Yeah, they're like you guys have doctorates. 
Uh, why don't we just make you, you guys professors? You guys are professors. <laughs> yeah, you guys are professors. So. There was the one scene where they ask Logan what he teaches, and he's like, "Art, art." art. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I thought that was a that was, was some very funny. There's some yeah, clever yeah, there's, writing. There's some good one. There's some good one-liners. Uh, how this movie do? Back okay, so two thousand three. The numbers on this movie, and and again, we are probably not going to get into Brian Singer and all the drama that follows that particular guy. He seems like a horrible person. Unfortunately, I'm just kidding. We're not going to. Someday we'll do. Uh, Brian Singer versus Kevin Spacey, who's the most horrible? Or, is that or when we do the, the, the Usual Suspects? Rap. Is that when we yeah. do the Usual Suspects? Because that's a great that. movie. Honestly, the Usual Suspects is in the top <laughs> fifty Singer of all time. And Kevin that is a, the, Brian Singer was like Ryan Johnson before Ryan Johnson. Forget all the drama because yeah. he was willing to take chances with ideas. And even when you look at these first three X Men movies, uh-huh. uh, I know he didn't. He was involved with the story, but didn't direct the third one. He takes chances that people hadn't done in comic movies prior to. Yeah. So, which you can't deny giving him credit. The franchise itself is over six billion dollars. So even with Dark Phoenix, that that completely catastrophe, yeah. whatever that whatever you're gonna call that <laughs> mess of a film that was, that was expensive and awful. The best pairing. Um, this is still a very worthwhile franchise for 20th Century Fox. So this particular one individually, the budget was 110. Now okay. compared to the first X Men movie that I think is a little bit better than this, uh, was 75. Mm-hmm. So he turned both of those into financial successes. Domestically, X Two does 214 overseas, 190 for 407 total now to compare with the first one 157 domestic 139 overseas for 296 total what you're seeing with the x-men movies different from the tim burton batman movies that kind of shepherd in comic films is how they start to get um, noticed overseas and how hollywood starts to understand overseas market for comic films and i think that x-men is the beginning of sort of like we're making these movies not just for the fans at home we're making them to be universal for overseas yeah everyone yeah because as they can Continue, they make a ton of movies. As long as we make money. <laughs> we don't know where the story's going. We want money. <laughs> before I give you the, the Rotten Tomatoes scores, I just want to say that uh, Days of Future Past was the most successful one overall, 746 mm-hmm. total. Uh, first class made three uh, five forty three worldwide. Logan did 619 worldwide. The rest of them were sort of in that $400 million range. So again, this franchise is very successful on balance. We obviously don't like all the movies in it. But, um, you know, we X-Men still is watch lucrative. Them. Yeah, so. we still watch And him. I think that's why they let Dark Phoenix fail as badly as it did, not just take it out of theaters altogether, because it they wanted to pay homage to a, a franchise that had delivered so much money to them. Yeah, still got years. one more movie, technically. So, <laughs> April 2020. This, uh, this particular one, I was surprised by the Rotten Tomatoes scores. I expected it to be a, a significantly lower. You want to guess, Critic? Uh, I want to say 85, Critic? 85, exactly. I looked, oh, it, up. Wow. I looked it up earlier. Uh, I uh, <laughs> All right, how about Producer Ryan? You want to guess audience? Audience? How, how how happy oh, was that the one? I did not look up. So. Okay, I got him, bro. <laughs> 76. 85. Oh, 85, wow. 85 which is indicative of a very balanced, you know, so <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised by this that. This movie does not deserve yeah, an 85. I was a little bit surprised. <laughs> I'm taking it back by that. Oh, man. So we're just going to take a quick commercial break. Yeah, so as always, spoiler warning, I mean, this movie's been out way long enough, but uh, <laughs> I, I just watching it and just seeing that opening scene of, like, the C, not the CG, but just, like, the computer animation of how it just, like, goes through, like, DNA. I don't know what they yeah, are. The yeah. DNA, you know what I'm talking the about. The very, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, just that opening, I'm like, wow. This, oh it just goodness. sets the tone for the year. I'm like, yep, this is, I was this brings back memories. about this to Nick, and he's like, you gotta watch it in the time frame. Right. No. Yeah. no. no. <laughs> you had never seen, like, the telepathic Nightcrawler in real live action. That... I think, like, 
on when you think about 2003, it wasn't that bad. Teleporting but, Nightcrawler. Yeah, teleporting. Teleporting. Okay. Yeah, teleporting Nightcrawler. But that opening scene, though, now that the luster is kind of gone yeah. away and the CG, like it was cool. At I the was time. more offended. Oh, the president yeah. was yeah. just like generic white dude. Yeah. I but I was a vanilla casting. Choice. You know what's funny yeah. now? Now it's generic. Like it's generic black guy usually now. Well, so, something. Like, they, sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's either one or Some, or. Something with so. somebody with some charisma. The guy's yeah. just like sitting there. You know, he is pretty bland. <laughs> he was a nothing burger. But but the thing is though, that's the thing is though that whole fight scene it was just terribly done like yeah a lot of the actual like action fight scenes are awful yeah nightcrawler like shows up and like is just next to a guy and then disappears again and the guy just falls to the ground it's a little bit weird and you would think okay now maybe i'm a little spoiled with watching like action films now yeah nowadays john wick but these guys these guys are supposed to be the the secret service they're protecting the president he's all they're doing is pulling out their guns and trying to shoot at in in close corridors come on no hand-to-hand combat no no fighting (laughs) at all and where was Gerard Butler to uh, help yeah. him out? <laughs> and and the paths, the pathways that Nightcrawler takes to the president, he's just jumping back and forth from hallway to hallway. And why are all the hallways like there are rooms, multiple doors leading to the same hallway to the same room? It doesn't make any sense. It's the, just the other thing that doesn't done. make sense <laughs> is like he puts the knife on the table, and the knife says what free mutants or something like Mutant that. Freedom no, now Mutant or freedom something, now. Right? And like is. The re- you learn about Nightcrawler the rest of the film, and I don't know that like he, why is he the guy to do that, and what exactly is his purpose there? <laughs> what so, does he think he's going to accomplish? And, and, well, and, no, because he was brainwashed. Yeah, he was, he was brainwashed, and he gets oh, shot. Did I missed that. Yeah, he, who yeah. brainwashed him to do All that? Right. The the guy. So Striker. Uh, okay. Oh, Striker. So Striker did it to, to Stryker, cause the threat. Yeah. So Striker okay, brainwashed gotcha. him to do it to cause the threat, which allowed him to get the government approval to you know, shoot kids and but, stuff. Uh, and so, but, okay. okay, so Tyler, okay. look at it this way. Okay. Look at it this way. Check this out. All right. So, so I've seen this movie four times. Movie, I don't think I ever picked that up. <laughs> in, in the movie, he sets this up so that he kills the president. Luckily, Not I think it's supposed him. to be a threat. No, I think no, it's just no. a threat. Yeah. He was supposed to kill him because the knife was is supposed to go into the president and then that's the flag that comes out. If Nightcrawler, sure yes, that? yes, because he has him pinned down. Nightcrawler is going to kill this guy. I thought it was just a threat. I thought it was just that's how you get it. You can't get it approved with a dead president. But exactly. That's what that's the thing, because he was about to kill him. The only reason why he doesn't kill him is because he gets shot and then he teleports out of here and the knife doesn't go on the table. He drops it because he teleports. By the way, like they they make a point to cut to like his wound and then dressing the wound and you don't see anything. So it's kind of like he never like what what is going to scratch? (laughs) So he gets shot and that's why he teleports out of there because he's in danger. Uh If he succeeds in killing the president then it prolongs the entire thing yeah so some could make the argument that he was like he brainwashed him to say all right when you're about to kill him take your time and and hold the knife high above your head to stab yeah. him, so to give them an opportunity to shoot him but that's a stupid thing really he's gonna say he's telling him hey I want you to assassinate the president, fight all this stuff, and then and then right when he gets a, uh, gets that opportunity to kill the president, he gets shot and he and goes out there. If he succeeded, then it would have put everything back. It yeah. would have prolonged it. The knife just it. drops on him, like, yeah. accidentally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, if that was the case, it falls right in his eye and he's dead. Yeah, he's dead right in his chest. <laughs> so that I, Secret Service I, guy. <laughs> like, a lot of things could have gone wrong with that, and William yeah. Stryker, that was a terrible plan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with, this, with at least that, opening scene right there 
I remember back, I watched this in the theaters back in 2003. And just at the time, I'm like, wow. I saw this in the theaters. That is, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. And then now, now when I watch it, of course, this, because it's been like, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I've seen this movie a thousand times. But, you know, rewatching it a couple of days ago, I'm just like, okay, that doesn't hold up as well yeah. as it did in 2003. You know what I mean? Because you got like the slow thing where he's like, teleporting then he kicks a guy in the face and yeah, yeah. so there are certain aspects of it like i do like his uh how they dress him up as far as like with the with the yeah, makeup dude. and the practical yeah yeah it's it's not bad you know and, it, it isn't it and isn't neil enough. patrick the, the harris actually tried a out little for bit, role. The, oh really? the jacket's yeah. a little too shiny but everything yeah else the jacket is yeah when you, get, when you get that, that are a little you get bit that close look up yeah, you're just like what are you wearing but like from a distance it looks pretty good but but and alan cumming does a good job with that character yeah he was well cast i will say for the first time they're gonna show a live action nightcrawler I thought it was cool. Like, yeah. when the first time seeing the it. The tail. Like, yeah. There, there was the some good, good cinematography there. Like, they got it right with the puffs of smoke with him. Like Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was yeah. pretty cool. But, again, that's looking at it without the luster uh, or the tinted colored glasses. It's not really great. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's talk about as far as, like, with the powers in the universe. Because, okay. like, all right, all right. sometimes I feel like when they do, like, little displays of power, I'm like, oh, okay, that's, you know, showing off their powers. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. When they do big displays, I'm like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. And Jean Grey's powers make absolutely zero sense. Yes. You know what I mean? Because, like, even in that scene when they're in the museum and she's, like, having a little, you know, migraine or whatever it is, and the TV start flickering. I'm like, why would the TV just... flicker? Because she just, you know, she's a telepath. You it's know what I mean? whatever like, they needed to happen. Yeah, it, it really is, like... <laughs> With this, and I hate the love triangle between basically it's like awful. Jean Grey. It doesn't make you know, sense Cyclops to me. Cyclops, and yeah, is, Cyclops sucks in this he's movie. He's so dense. He's, he's such so a dick. We are essentially this. nine, ten movies into this basic franchise when you talk about like all the way through uh, Dark Phoenix, Apocalypse, Future Past, Wolverine, First Class. You're counting all those around nine, ten movies, right? The main thing that I hated in all these movies was stupid Cerebro. Uh, they just kept oh. Cerebro. That was number one. Number two was why is Scott Summers such a dick? Yeah. Why is he? Why do they make him so well, hateable? Because in the cartoon uh, you root for, he's like Leonardo yeah. the Ninja Turtle. In the cartoon, he's the leader. He's one of my favorites. Yes. In the yes. movies, he's so unlikable. Yeah. Everything about him is just uh, awful. He does. He does bounce <laughs> off Hugh Jackman pretty well, though. Like, I guess the, the bickering is pretty. Even fun, the way they, but, they dress yeah. him like yuppie nineteen ninety eight. You know, like. Yeah. He's just he's got these weird sunglasses, he's got the khakis, the khakis he's got you know. He's, he's got like the sweater vest thing. And it's he just looks odd. stupid. When his you take a look at his visor, visor yeah. he looks dumb. Why does he have all these cool cars and motorcycles? You know, like you is it just because like, like he's already in the midlife crisis at uh, twenty nine years old or whatever he is? It's, it's what weird. is it? Scotty LaFleur. And he doesn't match with Fomka Jansen. There's no chemistry there. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that's odd. There's definitely no chemistry. But what is it? Scotty? And I like James Marsden. That's his name from Westworld. He's he's got he's a good actor. Yeah. In Star Trek, it's Scotty LaFleur, right? Or uh, in 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 Star Trek, it's Scotty LaFord, or what is the guy's name that has the visor? Oh, Lavar yeah. Burton is uh, uh-huh. I forget his name though. Reading Rainbow guy, right? Reading yeah, Rainbow, yeah, Rainbow, yeah, Rainbow, Rainbow. Rainbow. Okay, I don't know. I don't know Can't his remember name. his name in this yeah, show, but okay, so. He it's probably not Skyler Ford. It, Star Trek fans are going to be hating me right now. I'll I'll, I'll get it for but you. But it's uh that visor looks better than the visor yeah, that he had. Like oh man, it's, it's weird because it's like a visor, but it's got like a thin. It has strip like a lip. It, yeah, got a lip. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And it's and terrible. So, and then one of the the guards like nice glasses. They're not. He's they're that's obviously ugly. Yeah. Ugly as crap, man. Come obviously. <laughs> so yeah, Cyclops Forge. LaForge. LaForge. Yeah, Commander LaForge. By the way, he's returning for the Picard series. Oh, okay. oh, that's interesting. What's what's his first name? 
uh, Jordy. Oh, Jordy, not yeah, Jordy LaForge. Jordy, not Scotty LaForge. Yeah, not Scotty LaForge. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. So textbook as, producer Ryan. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna so get I, names wrong. Whatever. <laughs> What's your Twitter handle? Make sure they don't send it to us. At Real Watch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, oh, oh, anyways, yeah, Cyclops, Cyclops, it. yeah, yeah terrible, Cyclops man. gets the shaft in this, like yeah. he does, the like he's he, the whole time, the like whole time. the whole time. Last he does stand is like the end of it. You know, you're just like, oh, and yeah. And he can't fight. Like he no, goes against uh, Deathstrike. He gets his brainwashed. Yeah. He gets yeah, brainwashed. So so. He gets shot immediately, and it's just oh man, it, Cyclops gets the crappy end of the stick in all of these movies. Yeah, <laughs> which sucks. It, it would be like you do a Ninja Turtle movie and make Leonardo de, uh, terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why would you make that Incompetent, choice? Incompetent. It's can't so lead, odd. Yeah. Terrible choices. It's odd. And uh-huh. and he's been the leader of the X Men for a long forever. time. Basically yeah, the beginning. Forever. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. I mean, there, uh, and even Thomas now, looks, you know, yeah. Would, yeah. Uh, Emma Frost, like even now, he's he's a dick in there, but he's he's commanding. He's a yeah. commanding. He's dick. an actual leader, <laughs> yeah. and it's not. Yeah. But you know, it's definitely like with the with the whole franchise too. It all kind of gravitates towards Hugh Jackman, you know, towards Wolverine, and so oh, that's just—it's all about terrible. Wolverine. And so <laughs> he but, basically carried it from the beginning, yeah. from X Men One, and he—it w- was supposed to be Do Gray Scott and a few other people flirted with that role, mm-hmm. and Brian Singer, did the lead singer of some band too, yeah, of uh, Misfits, band. I think. Yeah, he, I think that's right. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's correct. There was know, like six or seven names. Do, but. do you know what he said when uh, when he saw like the X Men, the lead singer of the Misfits? I don't know his name, but when they. When they asked him, like, oh, how would you play the role differently than Hugh Jackman? He's like, well, I play it less gay. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> Actually, I think it's just the right amount of gay. Whatever that means. Like, you got to oh, draw man. the broad audience. I think Hugh Jackman so, really does oh, it. Right, By right. the way, Hugh Jackman, the greatest thing about him is he is a little bit gay. He's the song and dance man. He's multi-talented. That man loves to sing. And the evolution of his hair is incredible. Okay. The okay. hair is so, so bad in this. Exactly. I wanted to bring this up. It's a lot All of right. moose, you know, Hugh for Jackman. a guy that like just has a backpack and a motorcycle. He's got yeah. a lot of moose. But I, 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 I <laughs> have to say, <laughs> Hugh Jackman in Logan looks awesome. He looks good. Threatening, looks good. Yeah. cool. You and guys then, like that movie more than me, but yeah. yeah. And I, then, I okay, point. all right, X Men Origins is still kind of. You got to remember kinda Logan, weird. <laughs> but this his hair looks terrible. It's so, it's so, so bad. Do you remember? Do you Logan remember is the like scene? the eighth uh, movie in this thing. So like the we accepted him as Wolverine by that time many times over, right? Yeah. In X Men One, think about the casting job. Like you have to nail that part, especially the oh, way yeah. they wrote that story. Well, why did they give him that hair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like okay, so they it's that it, it's. That his chemistry from... with Anna Paquin is, by the way, very good. And his chemistry with Fomka Jansen is good. He interacts with other characters perfectly, but <laughs> the choices they make on yeah. like his weird evolution. Yeah, I, I, I can tell. I can tell they take a lot of ideas from the X Men co- uh, cartoon, a bunch of different versions from, from yeah. the cartoon, from the cartoon, because they make they, which was great. Yeah, which was great. Was and probably smart. There's a lot of people that were fans of it that probably that that's why they made this movie. But what mm. I'm what I'm saying is that's probably they, how they pitched it. They made they a joke. The cartoon to pitch. Yeah, it. yeah, probably yeah. they make the joke in the first one that what do you think I'm going to wear a yellow spandex suit? Oh yeah, and we want that. And then this one, as if we want. This puffy leather, yeah, but <laughs> with the weird X. <laughs> but why did they think that the yellow suit was a bad idea, but the hair was a good, good idea? idea. Yeah, yeah. They Sometimes it. the mutton chops were like glued into. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. I was like, oh god, just, those mutton chops are like stapled onto him. Just like. make him a normal human being, but a little bit of gruff. Why yeah. do they have to give him like these demon like horn things? It's like uh, from Ace Ventura the second one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the white yeah, devil. White devil. Like that, yeah. I think. 
I think it's one of those things that when you we you still have to watch it in the capsule of time that it comes out in. So yeah, uh, X Men two thousand, X Men two is two thousand three, so three yeah. years apart, right? But you're still in the early stages of comic movies, and you're in this early stage of trying to appease the fan, the comic yeah. fan, the hardcore fan, and getting the broad audience. Mm. I don't think that many people, or at least Hollywood, probably didn't think a lot of people knew the X Men. Uh, like they knew Batman or Superman. I guess. For I mean, X Men was pretty popular. So they wanted to like the series is popular you know, too. Yeah, yeah. Hedge their bets a little bit. Although I will say, as far as with the yellow suit, they do show that in a deleted scene in the Wolverine. Oh, really? Is that so right? they, really? they they don't. The he's Mangold not in one? it. He's not in it. But they Just do. Sitting there. Yeah, it's basically it's in a suitcase that gets delivered to him. And then he opens it and it's actually and it looks good. Like it, it just shows like the uh-huh. mask and it shows like just some of the clothes off to the side. And that would be. But presumably... it actually the mask looks really good. Interesting. It looks really, really good. See would if that, you can Google it. Real would quick, that just presumably be the it, Weapon but... X outfit? Because it's not an X. No, just the classic, the classic yellow, classic okay. yellow. Uh, I think it was like a yellow brown type of uh, coloring that they were going to go for because he has done like brown. And I think that would be the color. If you were to put him back in like a comic book, you know, classic outfit go for like the brown or go for like the darker color right, the bright yellow. not not the leather not the leather thing <laughs> oh, that they've been doing yeah, it, looks good, it. Yeah, right? it, it looks good right yeah. it looks good it looks good right yeah yeah it looks not good bad nick's and walking not, over to a, check it out real it's quick it's like so. a faded kind of yellow as some yeah it's a, a good it's a good it's a good dark yellow you know what i mean because you yeah, go yeah. too bright and you look way too you know you it's look like what they did in suicide squad with harley quinn they had that deleted scene but for the classic oh yeah for for the audience members out there we'll do a little arg if you guys want to go on uh duck duck uh, what is this duck duck, 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 yeah, duck yeah duck duck go if you search up the wolverine deleted scene costume this and go into images the third picture is like this hilarious picture of this guy in a terrible wolverine i saw that costume. picture yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing i saw and i was like what are you guys talking about that's awful <laughs> yeah but i will say yes the wolverine uh costume from that movie it looks pretty good it looks pretty good um can i ask why is this movie so boring it's a movie about the X-Men. How long is this movie? Like two hours or is it it's, uh, it's about two see, hours, let me get right? The, let me, it's uh, 2.14. 2.14. 214. So a little over two hours. It's based off the comic book God Li- God Loves Man Kills. So that's mm. that's like the source material that it kind of okay, took out with, right. uh, with uh, not Senator Kelly. Sorry, another, but, uh, There's another Stryker, comic series that yeah. takes them back. Yeah, with Stryker. So he revisits revisiting the past or something like that. There's another comic line that they film <laughs> in there. Just... The guy who wrote this is actually Zach Penn, just to give credit to the writers. Zach Penn storyboards this. He did the Avengers, Ready Player One. He also does The Last Stand. The actual writer, there's a bunch of people credited, was basically David Hayter. He had done The Watchmen. Um, so I, they have capable writers this, the the dialogue is kind of poor on balance. There's mm-hmm. not a ton of quotable stuff in there. Magneto gets a little bit of good stuff. Uh, Professor X gets some good stuff. Logan gets to be a little funnier in this one. But I don't know that the story was perfectly constructed. Yeah. And, and I do like, I remember when I saw it in the movie theater, so I try to remember the moment I saw it. The stuff with the Phoenix at the end um, was interesting. Now, how it pays off is pretty terrible in the next movie, but I at least like that they started moving in that direction because they undercut Jean Grey's character quite a bit in the first two movies, just like they undercut Cyclops. So to at least to give her some payoff at the end of this one made me want to see three, and three had a really big oh, yeah, opening. Yeah, this one The is problem is, like, they mess it up in the <laughs> yeah. end game, you know? So. And I think with this with her power display, too, it's just all over the place. I'll it's, never, it's, like... It's literally just, like, she knows Anybody everything. who's telepathic She's that just, like, control. strains their eyes and... Yeah. and 
makes the, the vein come out of their forehead when they're doing something weird. I can just imagine like when the director's shooting that, how silly it all yeah, is. It is, yeah. <laughs> when you take out all the CGI. The and, finger yeah. to the okay. forehead or whatever. Really, really quick, yeah. It, okay, Jean Grey sucks in this movie. Yeah, she's, she's really not she's good. She's terrible. Yeah, she's okay. good. Now, and, I and like Monica Jansen. If you want to see her kick ass in a movie, see Rounders. It's incredible. <laughs> I, I'm glad she dies in the end of this movie. <laughs> but but what, what I'm about to say it's is... an aggressive okay, statement. First of all, in the very beginning, Professor X... Jean Grey or Nebula? All right. I go Jean Grey. <laughs> no, man. Nebula all, right. all the way. We'll discuss that later. Uh, but, okay, Professor X flexes his muscles right there and stops time. He stops everyone in the yeah. museum, yeah. okay? And that was the first mannequin challenge, but... They use mimes, by the way, to, for those actors. Really? They're actual professional okay. mimes. And yeah. So, yeah. Well, you can tell that it looks terrible. Now it, <laughs> nowadays, <laughs> that good, yeah. now it, nowadays what you regular would do people. is green screen it. And that guy's it scratching much his better. nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks okay. twitchy. Yeah, it, it was kind of crappy. But whatever. First mannequin challenge, like that's low budget. That's what teenagers do in high school, whatever. Whatever. So... Professor X does that and stops time completely for everyone. Yeah, which Very is that end. is that in canon? You guys are the comic experts. Can he, he doesn't do that? like stop time, but, but he just he, stops he's everybody. Just, yeah, but he's like the he's capable of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Okay, right. Is he Omega? But he's. I don't know. I don't know if he's Omega. Possibly, he's he's gotten possibly, he's gotten possibly, to that yeah, level. Possibly. Yeah, there's different so, okay. levels of your mutant um, abilities. So, but definitely the guy. Remember, this offshoots Legion too. Definitely the sun. Yeah, the but... sun is Omega level. Uh, yeah, that's sun, the Legion. Oh, yeah. oh Striker, that guy. Okay. He's Omega level. Oh, he's Omega level. Okay. Yeah. okay. Think about they undercut. I, I'll cut you off just quickly to say they undercut Professor X too because he gets manipulated by Gene and the kid uh, Striker's kid. Yeah. So that kind of like they kind of soften him in the second Incapacitated for every movie. Yeah. Kind of weird. He's in a coma. He's so strong. Crazy. There's a comic book line. I it, it's so good. But okay. So <laughs> now um, well, let me, let, let this let me get my point okay, out right, 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 real quick. So Jean Grey decides that I have to be the one to stop this rushing water. Why doesn't Professor X do it? He obviously can. He stopped time in the beginning and stopped time in the end. Why doesn't he? Do well, he doesn't. It? He doesn't good stop point. time. He just he just freezes everybody. Okay, he freezes everyone, but that means that he can freeze things. In How can he get into the water? I was wondering. Why he can do the water? He's he's saying, a I was wondering why Iceman <laughs> didn't do it. I, why wasn't Bobby Drake like? Let me just freeze it. You know? Yeah, yeah, that would have been a lot more sensible. Exactly. Like, let's freeze too. the water before the dam there's cracks a, or something like there's, that. There's a lot of holes right? in, in the, in okay. the, in the <laughs> story. But yeah. what, you got all the mutants. Why aren't you utilizing the thing, them? Okay, the funny thing, though, is Professor X doesn't do that. Even though I feel like he could do that, he doesn't do it. And instead, he he, he says the lines for Jean Grey. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, which is weird. So I agree. On, on which your... loses all oh, of the emotional yeah. impact. <laughs> really? All right, I don't care how good of an actor... Um, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart Patrick, is. Yeah. He's giving these lines. It is weird. It's a, yeah. so the first time I saw it, I'm trying to remember if I thought any of that was weird. Uh, but I'm so happy to see a comic movie at that time. I probably just let a lot of things go. Yeah. But now it's like, yeah, that's really that's, yeah, you, It really what stands happened. Then, yeah. So uh, uh, what about Storm? Yeah, yeah, Couldn't yeah. Storm Tyler move the water also? I like, yeah, that's what that's I was about to say. Like, you know. I don't think Professor X can stop the water, but you've got about three different mutants that, yeah. could, that could do <laughs> that. Yeah, so why did she yeah, exactly. Why did Gene think like, that's their whole it. thing, right? And, uh, <laughs> that's what they do. They manipulate water. <laughs> and then, okay. So Storm's probably guys. like, this sucks, man. I get, I lose all the credit to Gene Gray. Yeah. This is uh, what I do. <laughs> and then also, what is that? Uh, okay. So Cyclops then starts talking to Professor X as if he's talking to Gene Gray. I they were going to kiss. Yeah, I yeah, thought they were going to kiss. I was like, 
What By the this? way, poor, poor it James Marsden. It would have been funny Wait, if they kissed. They the should've. thing is, like, I feel so bad for Scott Summers because I liked him in the comics. I loved him in the cartoon. He's such a weird person yeah, in these movies. He's terrible. When he has to show emotion when Gene dies and he's, like, hugging Logan. Oh, it's yeah. So he's so bad. It's so bad. Okay. It's like daytime soap opera that, bad. Okay, it's like this poor that guy. That is, I, I put it right here. Ending freaking sucks. I want to see the outtakes of that scene. Cyclops. Cyclops. He cuddles up with huge. He just cuddles Creepy. with Hugh Jackman. It's so odd. It's like, so out of place. He sucks. He, he, like he's terrible. His emotions suck, and everyone is trying to cry. Hold you, me, Logan. Yeah. <laughs> like no. <laughs> it, it just seems like everyone in the plane. They're trying. Don't you say that. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like everyone it's really, is trying it's really to cry. To it, it's, it made me cringe. Yeah, oh it, it, it made me too. It made me cringe also. Everyone has this look on their faces like, "Come on, give me a couple and of I tears. Like give He's me so a couple of tears." But they can't do it. And then, how long does it take? How long does it take for Bob Bobby to be like, "Oh." I could have stopped that. <laughs> oh, What's my superpower again? I'm Iceman? Oh, like, yeah. I probably should have like, out there. I'm not going to mention it so that no one gets mad at me. <laughs> they're like driving. They're, no, they're flying home. They're flying home and, and it hits shame, him. He's sitting there with shame. <laughs> like, what about uh, what about the whole Rogue and uh, Iceman thing? And then it. when they kiss and then she pull, and then she, she breathes it, out the cold air. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what? I actually <laughs> like that part. There's stuff in here. X-Men, the, the beauty of X-Men, mm. and I think why like eventually we'll get a soft reboot or a hard reboot from Disney is that the bigotry, the racism, the prejudice, yeah, and then like the teenagers dealing with all their teenage shit while all that other stuff's going on. That'll never get old. That'll always be relatable. Uh, so I think like at least Brian Singer got some of it out and and did some of it okay. And I think the Anna Paquin relationship with uh, Logan and her relationship with Bobby Drake, mm-hmm. I think that worked really well. I actually thought Sean. I forget. I always forget how much I liked. Uh, What's his name? Sean Ashmore is the guy who played Iceman. And Iceman was I a character he's a twin. I always, okay. I always get him mixed up with his brother. <laughs> yeah, he's got a twin brother. Iceman's pretty he's cool. Yeah, I wish he's he got always more been stuff my to favorite. do with the movies. He's yeah. always been my favorite. There was uh-huh. a cartoon. So cool. I don't know if you guys remember. I'm going to show my age here. But there was a cartoon years ago that was like Firestarter, Iceman, and Spider-Man. Oh, Super Friends or Super something? Super Friends yeah, or something like that. Friends. And I loved Iceman. We used to do the thing where he would yeah, he'd slide. Yeah, he would slide on it. Like Frozo. It's kind of like that. I always loved him as a character. Okay. Omega level mutant. He's so strong. It's yeah. crazy. But he's what always is, been my explain favorite. Explain to me. I'm a novice. What is omega level mutant? Let me look mutant it up again just to make okay. sure I'm getting it. Omega right le- too, so. <laughs> it's essentially. Because you say it like we should all know. <laughs> uh, omega level mutants are mutants that have a power that is like, like top notch. Top notch. Like uh, varsity. And why he's considered omega level? Because he can create ice out of nothing. Oh, I see. So yeah. Pyro, who yeah. has to have the fire, he needs to manipulate the fire. Le- but he, what he's doing is he's manipulating the molecules in. In the air to create ice, and uh, that's why his okay. power is so. That's interesting. Um, so he's and, extra powerful yeah, because of that. Uh, the, what is this? Jason Stryker, Omega Level Mutant, because he has the ability to create illusions. Like ah, it's not just gotcha. manipulating the brain, but he's creating manip- uh, uh, um, uh, illusions all what around. Is that Rogue Omega people. Level? Basically, no, no, she's, no not. she's not. No. Okay. Uh, oh, but she can be by absorbing uh, somebody. Yeah, in in the uh, comic line that I wanted to show you guys. So Rogue, Hugh Jackman, not Omega Level. No, no, he's yeah. not. Uh, but uh, Logan. Uh, I think uh, Deadpool is close. His uh, his uh, healing Magneto? ability. His healing ability. I don't know about Magneto. I, okay. I really don't know. There's a list out there. You guys right. can check yeah, it out. Yeah. So there's like That's there's Alpha. There's Beta levels. There's Gamma levels. The highest one is of course Omega levels, which yeah, are yeah. the ones I think that 
what would you say? Professor they can make X almost, is Omega yeah, level? Can, so why uh, is Professor X Omega? Can manipulate uh, uh, molecules yeah. or... Uh, like Basically, there's no limit changes. to their power. Exactly. Yeah, no there's, no, there's yeah. no limit to them. But uh, oh, Storm, Storm can Storm be is, Omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah Storm, Storm, Storm can be Omega, Omega. level. So yeah. I think Alpha level would be like considered like your Wolverines, your Colossus, yeah. which Colossus is my favorite. And that scene with Colossus in this, oh, when, yeah, he, when he turns cool. metal, yeah, I was, was like, cool. damn, that was back. so cool. I don't know why he goes back. I don't know either. It's weird that he would take it off. That CGI is expensive. And then he's like, I can help you. Yeah, I was like, yeah, help him, Colossus. weird now to go back because I hadn't seen this movie in a few years because he does get some run in Last Stand, right? Colossus shows up in Last Stand? He does show up in Last Stand, but he doesn't get as much to do with. I think he just okay. goes metal a couple times. But he's got like an American accent in this, but then when you see him in the Deadpool he gets movie, ass he gets Russian. He, he is past. Russian, though. He is Russian. Yeah, he, he is Russian. Yeah, he, yeah, he is Russian. But yeah, yeah he gets his ass beat. He gets beat his head and, smushed or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he gets right? his ass beat in Days <laughs> yeah. of Future Past. You see him die like a couple different times. But <laughs> is it the same guy? It's the same guy. That's cool. Same yeah. guy from this one, but different guy I would have liked to see this guy like in a movie elsewhere to get some more stuff to do. Yeah. I liked him. So these are, oh, sorry. So these are some of the Easter eggs I caught with. Uh, Mystique was breaking into Stryker's office. Yeah. Because when she's going through it, she's looking for basically, um, like, you know, uh, Eric way, Eric Magneto's just, file. So yeah, seeing yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. located you at. You forget how absolutely stunning Rebecca Rose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Rebecca good. yeah. I had totally yeah. spaced. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah. Like, you forget. Crap. I was like, better than Jennifer Lawrence, in I my mean, opinion. When yeah. my teenage years and I was buying Sports Illustrated off the stand, I remember, and now I was refreshed in my and, brain. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. man. That is an incredibly like stunning her movie. In, I'm not <laughs> and by lie. the way, they give Mystique a lot to do, so it makes me make more sense to the Jennifer Lawrence character. She was a big part of these yeah, other yeah, movies, and I sometimes forget that. And I another one of the blue characters, I don't know why, she's so attractive as Mystique. Unbelievable. Yeah. Versus uh, oh, like Raven is not close or Mystique not close. Oh man, yeah. So I mean, first we're gonna have a party. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> Tyler, I'm sorry. The, the Easter oh yeah. Eggs. So Easter, Easter eggs I found in there was uh, basically when she's going through those files. There's a bunch of names right next to Magneto's yeah, name, some yes. of and yes. so you got Remy LeBeau's name, which yes, is Gambit. 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 Yes. You got Daniel Moonstar, who's gonna be in the New Mutants movie. Mm, you got yeah, also okay. Cannonball, his name oh, in yes, there, who's yes. also gonna be in the New Mutants movie. You had Silver Samurai's name in there, who Silver ends up being Samurai. in the Wolverine movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, you got a character named Artie Maddox, who's in the beginning, who shows his like weird little frog tongue or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, and then you've also got multiple man in there. And oh, so you okay. got multiple man. James Ma James Madrock Madrox is his name, and so you got multiple man in there. Which apparently there was going to be a movie with James Franco with that. But oh, is that, that really? That was a long time ago, like two years ago. It, it's that never going to cool. happen. You know, it brings yeah, up an interesting point. Happen. So we have that Joker movie that made a billion dollars, and now that we're going to have like multiple timelines, we're exploring with different ideas. Maybe twenty Disney has all that money in the vault. They own X Men now. Why aren't we doing like individual movies or maybe one or two off movies with X Men characters? More hard takes. Yeah. You could, that's a. I'm that's sure a, they're working on it. That's a place where it. you could do some rated R yeah. stuff. That would be super. They also had uh, as far as the uh, Easter eggs. They had uh, Cloak Mac and Dagger. They had or uh, like was it Maximoff on it? And they had like in parentheses too, which was Wanda and Pietro Maximoff, which is oh, Scarlet Witch, yeah. and then okay. Okay. Silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other <laughs> little Magneto's Easter eggs, kids, right? Yeah, Magneto's yeah. kids. Yeah. So yeah, other Magneto's Easter eggs they had was Omega red so they had a file on omega red oh they had, okay all right uh, interesting they had one on project was done uh, either, but... they had one on project wide awake which is the sentinel program mm. and they also had a in file the, on in the original storyboard uh -huh. there were sentinels and it was budgeted yeah. out they got cut out oh yeah you, yeah, yeah, yeah i could see, I could see why you would expensive. have to budget this, it out, this script but... to be fair to zach penn who's a writer I've, i sort of like um this one went through the car wash quite a few times yeah. mostly because of budget constraints and actually i'm a fan of 75 million for the first x-men 110 budget for the second one remember in the beginning, Hollywood wasn't just willing to give $200 million or more right off the bat because they weren't 
these weren't sure things when you mm. release them. X-Men and Brian Singer, this is the one that started like, okay, we're going to invest $200 million in Avengers or Justice League or whatever because these movies are making billions of dollars. So yeah. this started that. Oh, uh, final Easter egg. There was a file on Franklin Richards too. Franklin Richards. Franklin the Richards. son of uh, Sue Storm and uh, Reed Richards. Oh, so, uh, interesting. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so they tie threw, in that Fantastic yeah. Four. So they that's threw, interesting. They threw a lot of Easter eggs wow, in there, which I'm cool. sure it was just like, just throw a bunch in there. We'll see yeah. what happens. Let me and, ask yeah. this question because, again, we're not going to get into how creepy Brian Singer is. He's basically finished in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, probably should go to jail. But uh, is he was he a good shepherd for this? Uh, for the comic fans appreciate what he did here? Um, you know, it's uh, it's hard to tell. Because he definitely was a yeah. fan. Yeah. I definitely could, no, he was hard to tell. He wasn't? No, he never actually read a comic book okay, until yeah. until he started doing it. And even with that first movie, that was one of his things is that he didn't want to read any of the comics. So maybe Zach and so he Penn did was the thing. Because somebody was shepherding the uh, yeah. Easter eggs and I mean, stuff. Because he put quite a few Kevin in Foggy there. had like worked on the some of the production too of did these he? movies, like back when he was, you know, not the man he is now. Mm. But as far as like what, what Brian about Singer, Superman? Because Brian Singer does do the Superman Returns. That movie. movie's mediocre. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. It's actually pretty bad. And so but... like, there's there's some pretty big holes in this movie, and there's some pretty big holes as far as like in uh, also like the first X Men, and then he leaves from X Men Three, but also it's just like Days of Future Past is good. Yeah, but I, I don't know, but then he I messes thought... it up again in Apocalypse. So yeah, I don't know how yeah. much of it Although is Apocalypse actually him. It does make so. a decent amount of money. It, uh, I think it made 453 worldwide. So it's not a terrible uh, bummer, uh, terrible financial failure. But what I would say is, as I recall, when he comes back for Days of Future Past, people were happy about that. Yeah, I, I, had I think his last stand was really bad. Is that um, why? I think that might have been why. So this last was a chance for him really to reset bad. a little bit. Yeah, because he left last stand and then first class came which i think was matt reeves or uh, Ma- uh matthew vaughn or matthew vaughn. yeah i was yeah, getting mixed vaughn up but class, yeah. it was first class which the guy was from step, the kingsman yeah. movies but i think step in the right direction for, for me it's a, it's this thing where it's similar to ryan johnson for example i like the usual suspects brian singer's best movie is the usual suspects he gets sucked into this comic world and he didn't really ever recover from it. Now he's got a lot of other problems. Maybe he would have. He made some other crappy non-comic movies like Valkyrie was kind of crappy. Oh yeah, movies. I remember Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, he made At Pupil, which I thought was pretty good on balance, a Nazi movie. Um, so I, I think like eventually like a, a good uh, director gets caught in this comic ver- uh, universe and they can get lost easy. Yeah. I wonder how things go differently for him career-wise, setting aside all the terrible things he did if he had never really committed to the X-Men like he did. Yeah. I mean, these movies are... I I think they're not terrible, and it's just at the time, too, it's early 2000s. You know what I mean? It's like you got what you got for Marvel movies because you weren't really getting really good superhero movies, so you just got what you got, and you're like, this is what we have. Agreed, agreed. And I think during the time, it, it was very much a flex of these are our superhero movies at the time you didn't get anything you didn't, yeah like barely anything but i hate Partly the writing. why they were successful actually if you yeah, saw if yeah, you yeah now, i think so, that, so think, oversaturated they probably wouldn't do as yeah, well yeah exactly i agree yeah. i agree but i think that a lot of it was just them showing hey look they have mutant powers and stuff and look at our cg because a lot of things like with storm with cyclops all the fighting is terrible all of it yeah. sucks even the fight between uh death strike and wolverine and i feel like the writing was heavily reliant on all right let's show them using their mutant powers yeah. let's show uh nightcrawler yeah, teleporting there's some let's, sort of balance there yeah, because they have such, I, I would argue X-Men was cast very, very well, right? 
Uh, casting was Roger Musadan or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't so, bad. Like, you got Halle Berry, perfectly cast as Storm. You know, James Marsden, maybe not. They really nailed Logan with Hugh Jackman. Mm. Obviously, Professor X was a no-brainer. Yeah. So, like, and Ian McKellen, I actually give him a lot of credit. I think I I like him better than Fastbender as Magneto. I think he has more clout and he holds that mm-hmm. role pretty pretty well. So, like, you have to also give pieces to all of them, and yeah. that's not easily done. It's an ensemble movie, and I think. You know, I give it some credit for kind of achieving. This is, Everybody gets a little slight. Yeah. But, uh, but I hate, I, I do hate that. So this is early CG, early thing. Yeah. So That's, a lot of that, that aerial fight scene was. I yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm saying that is that these actors are not used to acting with CG. I, I, yeah. and this is what I'm thinking. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but they're new to acting with CG. So all the stuff with the telepathy and the uh, and Storm using her storm powers, they feel like they have to make certain actions or wince or strain yeah. or all that. It's actually when really uh, they don't need to. This is very, it just makes it more. Yeah. It makes it weird. And then they hard edit a lot to get out of something that they can't produce because the CG. CGI is not there yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Which is like you know normally producer Ryan make fun of me for saying what they don't show you. In this case, like <laughs> it's it's silly. Because, show us the cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Show us the cool show stuff because cool now we're used to seeing it. You know. See, I, Oh, go ahead. Oh, go yeah. Ahead. I would say with this movie, it's very it's very prototype. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, because they haven't agreed, right cracked agreed. the formula as how to make a good superhero movie and what exactly. And of course, CGI has come a long, yeah. long way. Yeah. And, but and it's you very have prototype. to give it yeah. credit for laying the seeds for what it was laid the groundwork. Come. It yeah. really did. So. And, yeah. and can I compare it? Okay. So the people that are using mutant powers in this movie, compare it to Wanda in the Avengers movie. Uh, what was her name? Uh, the, one of the Olsen sisters. Elizabeth yeah. Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. So she. The way that she's, she's acting, pretty good. she's her, good. No, her, I, her uh, accent evolves. Also, her accent but... is that it's not that great. <laughs> but the way that she's acting, her physicality and stuff, as she's I'm moving okay her hands with it, yeah. with it, she does like she's she, better than Doctor Strange. Yeah, give but her that. She, yeah, she doesn't have any props or anything, so she's acting with CG. These guys, they're trying to figure out how they need to act and how to move. It definitely lays the groundwork. But what would you guys give it for a rating? Okay, we're, we're, we're gonna, gonna give it a rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah any fi- final thoughts? Throw it in there with the rating. <laughs> okay. So uh, I think I feel like I. I said my final thoughts right there so yeah. i'll start off with my rating i honestly thought it was super boring i really didn't wow. like this movie granted Can't appreciate it even in the time capsule of when this it is out. the movie that i remembered out of the three the most when i started watching oh, it was like right? oh the one that i remember the most is the second one <laughs> so uh, <laughs> like in the time capsule at the time, I'd probably give it a higher score, but now looking back, it's not timeless. It doesn't age yeah. very well. At the time, I'd probably give it like a, a seven, a, a seven mm-hmm. out of ten. But now, I'd probably give it a four. No, I could see that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I could see it. So <laughs> I could, I could see that. And I think that's pretty warranted. I, what I found was most of these movies back in the and you know I have a tough rating system on the Shawshank scale. If you're a six, you're doing pretty good. I gave this a six when it came out. I'm going to stay with that six because it's not nostalgia. It's that I appreciate what it did for other movies that came after it. It wasn't easy to pull off an ensemble movie like this. It wasn't easy to to bring some of the themes into Hollywood. I'm sure uh, Brian Singer had a hard time getting some of his stuff across that he wanted to put out in this movie. He gets a little bigotry in there. He gets to play in the Oval Office a little bit. He gets to do some of this weird stuff. Um, so yeah, he got to play in the sandbox before like you had endless CGI to do cool stuff with right Mm -hmm. so i give it some credit i'm gonna hold to that six but 
it's not Spider-Man two in terms of comic sequels. It's a it's it's a relatively poor sequel. I think the first one is better than this. Days of Future Past is probably my favorite one of all. Yeah, like also kind of a there. six, maybe a six and a half. None of them are crazy rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Um, so the X-Men franchise very successful, but not something that's like in the pantheon of my comic movies. Six point oh on the Shawshank scale, just fine. Um, if you're gonna watch X-Men movies, they deserve to be there. They have some rewatchability, but it's I look forward to the next iteration of this. Cool. All right. Um, I give this the Roman numeral X. So, <laughs> uh, pure emotion. <laughs> out of out of whatever scale you want to do that is it on. Anyway, so. You're just like rewarding like a million points to for no reason. Yeah, the points don't matter. Yeah, so. No nonsense. I get it. Oh my goodness. But you know, for the time, this is definitely like whoa. You know, you never seen yeah, anything like this before. Yeah. And I can I can I, just I'm see. Not, I'm not sure it's whoa, but it, you had not seen this before. Yeah, yeah. you had not seen this before. So, but I it think has it's like aged. oh, they're pulling yeah. this off. Yeah. sort of, they're, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it has aged, but it's it's it has laid down the groundwork. And I think without it, we wouldn't have. I guess you learn as far as growing yeah. like studios or yeah, like you know yeah. producers, directors, mm-hmm. even probably Kevin Foggy, who I think was somewhat attached Absolutely. to like you know these movies learn from the mistakes that these people made as far as like you know what direction they took things in and mm-hmm. so because you can still i think with recent you know recent movies you can still tell a good story and you have at least enough technology now to at least show what it is what else you can do mm-hmm. you know but that's what i got for the rating uh, <laughs> I'll give it an x so an the, x they, too. The, he tries to cram the once and future king in there which is a uh, a fascinating book by th white it's the uh, king arthur story i didn't get how that correlated my friend just Nino. died let's get back to yeah, this story. i don't know why <laughs> i don't know why uh, that's uh why that was in there oh man uh favorite x-men movie just to throw it out there real quick guys I didn't. I wasn't going to do a review one? on it, but I rated all of them. Um, my first is Days of Future Past. Number okay. two is the original X Men. Okay. Uh, what about yours? Favorite X Men movie? Uh, Logan's not counting. Yeah, uh, you can Logan's count Logan. There. You can yeah. count Logan. Logan. Any of them? Yeah. Logan, Logan and then uh, probably Days of Future Past. Yeah, that's yeah. probably what I would do with that one too. It's so weird that Brian Singer directed Days of Future Past. It is. Yeah, weird. yeah it but, is. it's it's well done. Um, it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Someone someone was there. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Kevin Foggy was behind it probably. So people are uh, complicated. Yeah, that's, that's humanity. Uh, we'll move on to our next segment. So we've got mail. If you guys want to reach out to us, you can over on email on talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick at gmail.com. So we got an email here from Terry. He says, "Hey guys, I need help. I'm going on a first date, and what movie should I watch?" Mm. Man, oh, that's Good like, do you take Terry, something yeah, from the Disney yeah. vault or do you uh, go out? It to depends. The theater? Like, you know what yeah. I would say? It depends how much you like the sign- the other person there. If uh, if it's uh, you have high hopes and uh, deliverance, you, you, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Maybe, maybe you don't want to pay for dinner after that. Yeah. So you take her to deliverance, right? Or him? Uh, I, why don't we start off with this? What what genre should should you have her to? I think uh, we all have different sensibilities. Probably yeah. comedy, maybe. I would. I would. Go, I would recommend. I would have said comedy. romance. I'm a romance. Uh, yeah, I'm a romance. Or yeah. or horror. You know my movie yeah. choices. Romance or horror. I would say go straight comedy Sometimes or go. Horror is a good choice. Go it, it also it's the age bracket. If you're like a teenager or something, you're yeah. gonna pick a different movie than when you're like 30 or whatever. Mm, yeah, so yeah. True. True. Okay. All right. I, I'll go first. I'm gonna. If it's me, and I assume I like the other person quite a bit. I want something that it would come out hopeful and feeling romantic and maybe a little randy. I think uh, Cam- <laughs> Cameron Crowe is the wheelhouse I'm going for. And if it's me, I'm going to go with Jerry Maguire. I mean, okay. It's a perfect mix of okay. a little bit of everything. I thought you were going to say almost famous for a nope. second. I was nope. like, I'm going to go Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. There, it's romance, but there's also failure in there. There's evolution in life. There's reality. I think that's that's the tone. That sort of Cameron Crowe romantic comedy 
mixed with reality kind of thing. I really like that movie, and I think it's a it's a no brainer kind of date movie. Mm-hmm. Interesting makes you think a little bit too. And and by the way, what you want is to make the significant other go to coffee or something with you after. And there's a lot to discuss there when it's yeah. over. And I think that's what you're shooting for. Mm-hmm. So my choice would be Jerry Maguire in the moment. Maybe if I think about it, I change my mind. Okay. Um, I would say if they never saw this movie, maybe this is the end because I would say go for a comedy. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, so the, the one right. where you know James Fr- they're all playing themselves and Michael Sarah's death scene. It's incredible. I love that scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, one of my favorite death scenes of all time. Michael Sarah is such a d bag. Yeah, so I would probably say this is the end because it's funny, you know, and it's just I think. I haven't seen it in a while, but I think it still holds up, and I think it's still like you can watch it and you can have I fun like with it. it. Yeah. So that's what I would pick. So, well, I you know I said romance or horror, but the first thing that came into my mind when the question was asked was Fifty First Dates. With, okay, Fifty uh, First Dates oh, with Adam yeah. Sandler. Yeah, yeah. yeah you good. know it's it's a cute romance comedy. It's not bad. Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when uh, Adam Sandler didn't nice like just want money before the time. <laughs> I thought yeah. he was before actually wedding planner. 50 first dates and oh another... wedding planner would be good too yeah, wedding planner would yeah, be good. he yeah. actually has that sweet spot where those romantic comedies work really well especially with Drew Barrymore <laughs> mm. all right 50 first dates yeah i can ride with that yeah i like that yeah all right so move on to our next segment recommendations anything you guys did or caught over the week that you want to recommend i watched shrek nice yeah. first one the yeah first the first one. one second one is still really good yeah no yeah. It is solid. It's good. I know yeah. it is a it was a meme and stuff and everyone Are you a Shrek or Toy Story person? Ah, both of them are good. Both of them, both oh, of them are, are good. good. Yeah. But I think uh, I had more fun at Shrek, actually. <laughs> I don't think make so, me yeah. think as much. That's yeah, why. No, yeah. Yeah, and the the moral behind it is really good. Yeah. I would show it to Eddie my Murphy. kids. Yeah, He's Eddie great. Murphy. Yeah, there's a, such a there's a lot of good lines don't in care. it. But uh <laughs> what I will say is that people liked it ironically yeah. back then, and now just people like it legitimately because yeah. it's a good movie and it stands the test of time so yeah i watched that go and watch it if you haven't seen it or haven't seen it in a long time it holds up um i also watched half of hobbs and shaw and hobbs and shaw is a terrible oh movie. Watch that movie it's such a bad <laughs> movie yeah. i never i only watched yeah. half of I didn't it even bother. because where i was watching it on kept on freezing and i'll leave it to your imagination yeah see what I watched <laughs> um but it's just a good movie to just turn your brain off to, but it's just so bad if you're like watching it, it with a critic's eye. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could watch it. I watched a lot of stuff. TV is in rare form right now, so there's a mm. lot of stuff that I really liked. I'll throw shouts to Netflix. I watched a documentary called um, The Devil Next Door, which is about like possibly a Nazi hiding in America, Ivan the Terrible. Mm. Shows the trial. Uh, his trial ha- occurred in Israel. Really fascinating. I think it's like a six-parter. It's not too much of a commitment, mm-hmm. uh, so I enjoyed that. But obviously, I'm watching The Watchmen. Still incredible TV. Um, I'm watching Jack Ryan still. I don't know why I don't like it, but I'm still for some reason watching it. We'll talk about that in another pod. The thing I wanted to recommend, if you haven't done it yet, go back, catch up, Mr. Robot. Last season, only a couple episodes left. Season uh, Episode 7, which is the one that just aired this previous Sunday. Incredible episode emotional talks about a lot of things that are pertinent to what's going on in life right now i don't know how it's going to end which is a great um, testament to sam Esmel and how he's wrapping the series up i think this episode seven alone probably gets rami malek another emmy mm-hmm. uh, just an incredible episode and you're missing out if you're not watching that show mm. all right uh i finished up american horror story so oh, this okay. latest season right. just wrapped up cool. only nine it? episodes 
No, it's all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's 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 all right. It's nothing. It hasn't been anything amazing, I think, since maybe like the first couple seasons, because it's like, OK, this is something new. We haven't really seen this before. Yeah, of the but six, is six or seven. There's like nine seasons. Now. God, there's that many. Yeah. There's only like so, two that I like. Like I the think. first three. Se- I want to say the first three or four. seasons. like, OK, this is something new. You've season quite one because there was some we hadn't really seen. Yeah. Before, yep. Now it's all getting so repetitive. I think they need either to take a break or just, you know, Ryan Murphy hand it over to somebody else because you're getting the same idea getting flushed out again so but that's what i got for a recommendation uh what are we doing next week ryan oh it's that time of year so we're going into Star Wars oh, month, <laughs> and it's my pick. Uh, I haven't seen this movie, so I'm excited <laughs> to watch it. Uh, and I figured, what a good way to usher in the new movie that's going to be coming out at the start of this trilogy. So we're going to be watching The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. All right. <laughs> And you've never I, seen it. I've never, never seen, seen it. it. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but we're pushing forward. You wanted to make December Star Wars month, so let's do it. We're going to do <laughs> it. Oh, let's so, do it. All right. All right. Where can we find you at, Ryan? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. It's on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts. If you would like Give me to, those questies. <laughs> if you'd like to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. You can always find me at realwatchability.com, top 10 movies of the year. Uh, Ford vs. Ferrari review is up now. Probably The Irishman is coming. By the way, that's playing in Vegas for local folks, probably just this weekend. A couple theaters. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood's coming. I probably won't review Frozen, but it's tracking for $130 million, so maybe I'll have to watch that one at some point. Hit me up on Twitter at RealWatch. All right. As always, we're Talking Flick. You can find us over on Twitter, Flick underscore Talking, as well on Instagram. Uh, you can reach out to us, TalkingFlick at gmail.com. TalkingFlick at gmail.com. You only get one. Anyways. <laughs> 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 I Everybody have a microphone, <laughs> so you will listen to everything I have to say. <laughs> All right, and that's when I turn it off. <laughs> oh, if you're going to rate us, please do so on if Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast you're app you're listening us. to us on. And <laughs> I like that one. No? <laughs> no, that's a good one. No, it's that's bad. fine. I'll work uh, on it. I'll hey, work if you really it. like the show, you can feel free to chuck in a buck. Uh, you can do so on Patreon, and there's going to be a link in the description for everybody's things. So 